0: I'm
1: gonna say something. Hey. Like there it is. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Uh, we said we would see you next Tuesday.
0: We weren't lying. Nope. It's a good day because the Braves won last night. Correct. Six to one over the Dodgers. Six to one over the Dodgers. If that's right, I'm gonna. be <laughs> so crazy. Buying a powerball. I, uh, I am also
1: hitting the powerball on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Go Braves. Yeah.
0: Shop on. How was your weekend?
1: Uh, it was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Good. Went to a trampoline park.
1: That was a lot of fun.
2: It was a lot of fun,
1: and uh, it was it was more so fun like watching the kids for me Mm -hmm. because my kids are hellions. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) I think probably my favorite thing was like just throwing Sterling into foam pits. <laughs> like, and then just watching him go, out. Ah. My
0: favorite was when he fell in, like, head first, just his feet were sticking up. Oh, yeah.
1: Like, I want you guys to imagine, like, uh, the scene that opens up, like, uh, Ninja Turtles 2, and the pizza delivery boy gets stuck upside down in the trash can, and his feet are just Flailing That's around. That's exactly what it was. That was Sterling in the foam pit at the trampoline park. That Accidentally,
0: like you didn't do that on purpose. You just tossed him, and he rotated midair. Yeah. And just like stuck in the ground. You know,
1: sometimes the stars just align.
0: <laughs> and then for <poor>, for <laughs> Sterling, we just stood there and laughed at him for a bit <laughs> while he was just four-beater kicking. Hell, I rolling. don't know, son. Figure it out. <laughs> just look, look at him. He's struggling. <laughs> just look. At
1: it's not like it was water.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he can breathe in fuck. Right, and he's probably sitting there like, what? That's so bad, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Completely joking. Completely joking. Um,
0: tell you what, though, I was feeling
1: it the next day. Oh, though. yeah.
0: Gosh, two and a half hours jumping.
1: Yeah. It's sore. Yeah. It's sore. And like, uh, for me, like, I was sore, but I wasn't even jumping the whole time. Mm-hmm. I mean, because like, I was chasing the kids and doing all that stuff, but like, what we did, like, it was, it was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. What about you? How was your weekend?
0: Uh, I also went to trampoline park. Did on. you? It's crazy, The right? same weekend? It's same weekend.
1: Nice. So we went to Hendersonville to go apple picking on the same weekend. Uh-huh. And then we went to the trampoline park on the same weekend.
0: Right. We didn't go to Hendersonville together, though. No, we didn't. Um, I watched a lot of football this weekend. Did you? Yeah. I literally I fell asleep on the go couch. Go Braves. Go Braves. <laughs> 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 they won last night. It's crazy. They're up one nothing. Yeah.
1: They're going to the Super Bowl.
0: Yep, and they will win the Bill Russell or cup. the the Larry O'Brien Trophy.
1: <laughs> the cup. The Stanley, the Stanley cup. cup.
0: Have you seen the prank? Uh, I don't know which team it is, but they got a replica of the cup, and like during the parade, one of the players drops it, and it Mm-mm. shatters everywhere, and no. the parade just freezes, and there's just tens of thousands of people just. In shock. And then they pull out the real cup like, we're just kidding. Oh, man, that's great. <laughs> I don't remember what team it was. See, in but wrestling,
1: it, we call that a rib.
0: In a rib, right, because we're in the biz. <laughs> we're in the
1: biz. <laughs> the People listening the not in the
0: biz won't get it, so we've yeah. got to make sure we say rib. Yeah, you rib. <laughs> <laughs> So
1: stupid. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this. Watch the uh, the Lakers celebrate winning uh, the NBA Finals. 17th title. Yep. Mm-hmm. I posted a Facebook status about it. I want to talk about it. Yeah. You know, back in my day, you Uh know, like I remember watching like the 95, 96 finals. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, when when men were men. Right. You know, Scottie Pippen didn't wear no ski goggles, man. Just all champagne right in the eyes. Yeah. That's how you know. That's like that feeling of victory. Have you ever won anything? Uh, Yeah. You have? What have you won?
0: I won uh the Seven Oaks Championship with the Vikings. We beat the Dolphins in the championship game.
1: You know that excitement that you feel? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it feels like to have champagne in your eyes. Really? Yeah. Feeling like it'd be burned. No. A burn. No, it's pride. Pride hurts.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm never in pain. Yeah.
1: That's why. <laughs> I'm just kidding, for the Patreon we're totally gonna get champagne I just gonna pour it in Justin's face. Okay. Oh, <laughs> just right in Sherbert's eyeballs.
0: If you wanna see me get champagne in my eyes, you can go to patreon.com slash Ethan K Studies.
1: That plug You'll came hear in about early. it Yeah, you'll hear about it again in the uh PPB. Yeah. Um
0: we have sponsors. I can't think of a clever segue, so I'll go ahead and plug it now.
1: We we do uh, Matt Golda over at Topical Infusions supplying the the CBD hookup bath bombs are in they're in follow him on Instagram man yeah he, he posts all kinds of stuff all the time at Topical Infusion at Topical Infusions See, I love that stuff I, man I think his fact, is I'm about infusion to put some on my elbow was hurting.
0: because his like with he had the same issue or did he put infusions no it's Twitter where he's infusion
1: infusion
0: because Twitter doesn't like long names. Mm-hmm.
1: As in you should infuse get on the C B D train.
0: Okay. Do do. Do do What else yeah. we got? Um Did you watch any of the NBA finals?
1: No. No, just uh, Sherbert, I literally work twenty hours a day, seven days a week.
0: So we're looking at about twenty eight hours of sleep a week. Mm. Especially when you're not working, so like, yeah, those four hours—they're mm. necessarily sleeping.
1: No, they're not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm asleep right now, though. it's
0: <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> really impressive. You can just yeah do this asleep.
1: I'll I'll sleep now, like I'll go to sleep right now, and you can just thrill our audience with your riveting content.
0: I bet people would love that. I don't. No. <laughs> I could sit here and talk about.
1: Ron Zipper. Ron Zipper. Dude has the coolest fucking name. Right? Ron Zipper.
0: He's all just a really cool and funny dude.
1: Yeah, he's uh he's hilarious, actually. Like Yeah. You know, um native of northern Mexico. Um What? Mm-hmm. Canada.
0: Oh <laughs> I was <laughs> like I thought you were talking never mind. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the northmost mexico it's like he's from the
0: dominican republic yeah i know <laughs> it's like
1: <laughs> what? I was just making a canada joke uh, yeah uh but he's got a really cool story man and
0: um
1: uh, yeah like when I you just enjoy sitting around having a beer with him i'm just like like that was when
0: you told me like the owner of the liquidation store was coming into mm-hmm. the podcast i was like riveting <laughs> but really Genuinely great dude, really awesome story, and I enjoyed it. Can't wait to listen to it So here's what you learned.
1: Don't you ever fucking doubt me.
0: No, <laughs> I didn't. I, I never said I doubted you. I said it was riveting.
1: Uh, It's all good, man.
0: Like, you mean the same thing whenever you say I'm riveting.
1: Oh, yeah, because when I say it to you, it's a joke.
0: Oh. <sighs> I'm just going to hit the music now and...
1: <laughs> All right, we're going to try this one more time. Uh, we already did the intro one time, so I'm not going to try to replicate it. But uh, if this one fails, I just want everybody to know that Sherbert is fired on the spot. So, Ron Zipper. I like you, Sherbert. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's nodding because <in>, uh... <laughs> he doesn't have a microphone exactly. yet. Exactly. Uh, we got Ron Zipper on today. Uh, this one's gonna be fun for me because I literally don't know much about you. you no, know nothing and, about me. Exactly, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> we don't know nothing about each other. Yeah, I know that you like FIFA. That's about as That's far about as I can it, go. Yeah. So, um, this is real fun for me. We met literally by chance. Uh, yep, I ended up being in a commercial for your business. You did, and it's real funny. Uh, I actually came back and told Sherbert about this that day. I was coming up to your store, and y'all had just sold out. And me and my business partner were gonna come in and. I was walking back to my car, now I'm wearing my mask, my bandana, the whole everything, yeah. And I hear, yo, wrestler dude. <laughs> <laughs> and we kinda hit it off and we actually just scheduled that day to do this, so it's pretty, it pretty cool to have you in. So I wanna just uh, let you give a little background, man, that way people kinda understand
2: who you are, where you're from. Uh, so yeah, we met at, at my store. Yeah. Um, I grew up in the Dominican Republic it's pretty interesting and from a Canadian Israeli parents they moved to the Dominican for business my dad is in jewelry manufacturing Um, after growing up there my whole life I moved to Canada lived there for eight nine years and then the opportunity came up to open up a a liquidation store uh, in South Carolina Um, I moved here had no idea what I'm doing still have no idea what the fuck I'm doing to be honest with you but I've you know we came opened up the store and it blew up, did very well, and uh within ten months we opened up a second store in Columbia, which is where I met you. Yeah. And uh yeah, here we are. Um Same thing. We're still time. trying to figure this out, man. Dude, we I, have I no still have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Sherwood and I
1: are so fucking lost in podcasting man. Dude, I have no clue. I
2: I, I again I, I always when customers come into the store, I'm asking them, So, how would you make this place better? Like what you, <laughs> you tell me, you know what I mean? So it's good. It's been, it's been a fun time.
1: Yeah. And like uh, I'm, I'm overly curious. You said that you kind of just got the opportunity like are, so you're in
2: Montreal. So how it went down was my dad is in manufacturing in the Dominican. And typically when people he works in something called a free zone there. It's a big industrial complex in the Dominican where there's a bunch of factories and, and, and companies. They set up shop there basically the Dominican government tells companies hey listen you could come set up shop in this industrial complex and we won't charge you import or export tax oh, wow. you can literally import the raw material whatever you're going to manufacture make it and take it out for free all we want and the what they get Like, what benefits them is that they create jobs for the Dominicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and labor's cheap, too, right? So, it's like, that's how my dad ended up there. He built a, he works for, Warren Buffett actually owns his company that he works for, yeah. So, they do jewelry, and he's been doing it for 25 years. So, he actually is president of that industrial complex, and through that, he met, meets different people, right? People, whenever they want to open up a factory there, they go to him and ask him, hey, what's the best way? You know, he consults them, basically. So, one time, we had a guy who does liquidation you know what I mean he's a big shot liquidation guy and works with big companies all these big like retailers and he became friendly with my dad and he invited us to come check out his warehouses and what he does Um, we went checked it out and we saw the people who buy from him which are bin stores like what we have and we were fascinated dude like my dad's always been like Buy low, sell high kind of guy. Yeah. And we're like, dude, this is insane. And we were we went like I will say where it is. We were in Tennessee and we were in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And there was this little store in the middle of fucking nowhere and it's packed. Packed, 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 packed. It's like addicting, you know what I mean? The yeah. guy was like, This is legal drugs. We're selling legal drugs. Like, it is. if people get hooked, people love it. And that's you know, I was in Montreal living at the time and I met up with my dad in Tennessee to go check it out and I went back to Montreal and we were fascinated. We're like, "Do we got to do something?" Like we have all this, we have these connections. You know what I mean, Fr- family, mm-hmm. friends, or whatever. We have to do something with it. Um, it took us a year to kind of put together a plan, like who we're partnering up with, where we're going to do it, and we ended up finding uh, a gentleman through our partner, another partner that we have who lives in. Because we were looking, it had to be somewhere not far from our supplier, obviously, for the for the freight. And a place also where the rent is cheap as shit. You know what I mean? Like, you can't do... Where are you going to find a warehouse in New York or or, or these big cities? Atlanta. You're going to to pay a fortune, and it's not going to be viable. So we ended up meeting a guy who is locally from Spartanburg, and he found the building. We liked it. They gave us a really good deal, and the rest... That's crazy. And I moved. (laughs) What
1: were you doing before the...
2: Um, So I graduated in, I moved from the Dominican after high school to Montreal. I graduated civil engineering. I went into it because I was good at math and physics. Mm -hmm. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, My my teachers in the Dominican were always like, if you are good at math and physics, be an engineer. I was really competitive in high school with the math and the physics and stuff, and my friends, and they were all going to be engineers. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you! I'm going to be an engineer too. I'm going to be a better engineer, <laughs> and I and I'm going to do it in Canada. Fuck the Dominican! Like, so I went back to Canada, and as I was going through it, like I was going through the motions. Like I liked it, like right. I was good at you know, school, but like I never liked it. And all my engineer friends fascinated. Oh, engineering, engineering! I couldn't give a rat's ass. But I finished, I finished school up, and then I ended up. I always told myself, also, it's like, dude. Graduated engineer, it's like big dick energy. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you could, I could do whatever I want after that. And I tried doing working in Toronto for a construction company. Hated it. And then my friend back in Montreal told me, "Dude, listen. Like, I work for this sales company, and I make a good. I made a lot. I make a lot of money. I know. I know you very well. If you come back and work for this company, you can make the same, and if not more, than what I can. Right. So, dude, like, say no more. I dr- went back to Montreal and worked for the company and then two and a half years later that happened like i became the, the shit like the man the, the sales god in that company and and i again that's my opinion fuck everyone else who doesn't think the same <laughs> but yeah and at, this is the and as prime like top of the mountain and i was having some like at that company i was having the best time ever and that's when the opportunity came and i was like dude i'm 26 years old like i'm not married i don't have a house i don't have kids like this is the opportunity that comes once in a lifetime where, like, drop everything, just go. And if it doesn't work out, you come back. Like, yeah. So, but it was hard. It was hard to, I was so comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, money, I had a, I just got a new girlfriend, um, France, everything was, was good. Yeah. But, uh, I'm crazy. So, like, I had to rock that boat. You know what I mean? Like, so the, let's go.
1: the cool thing is, we're less than five minutes into this, and I'm pretty sure you're just Dominican My me. whole life. Like, no, no, it's fucking great, dude. Cause, like, I'm the same exact way. Like, I packed up, and I I was literally at, like, the lowest point of my career. I broke my ankle Oof. fucking, and, like, wrestling was my job. So I wasn't able to work, took all my savings, started this place, yeah. started wrestling school. You know, That's and it's awesome. like, sometimes you got to fucking throw it in, man, and gamble. like. Yeah. But now, like, I literally, I don't work. You know, like, nothing I do I consider work. I get to have fun. I get to enjoy myself. Like in you the know, dream, dude. I deal with no senseis. <laughs> oh, <fuck yeah. laughs> and we'll get to that. We'll but, get to that. Um, fucking sense, dude. You know, like I can't imagine you. You, know, you said you you had a, You just got you got a girlfriend and everything, and you're like, so, honey, listen. Dude, I have to how do you there. like the
2: heat? <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, is she con- is she from Montreal?
2: So she uh, her parents are Italian who gr- who grew up in Montreal and okay. she lived there till uh, she was like eight or nine or something. And then she moved to Miami with her whole family. Oh, so she's used to the heat. Yes, okay, yes. So you got lucky with that one. Yeah, I, I did. I did. She grew because up there, went to university there, high school, everything, and then she actually moved back to Montreal. Got you. To uh, do a master's in genetics. A smart girl. I don't know what she's doing with yeah. me, to be honest hey, with bro. you. That's fine.
1: That's fine. You're charming, is what it is. I'd like to it's think the, so. It's the it's uh, the the well done beard. That's what it is. That's man. what I hear. That's what I yeah. hear. The beard. It's uh. <laughs> it looks like a lot of work.
2: It's actually funny. She actually told. We met in class and in when I was working, I, I got a little bit bored of like the same routine, even though I loved it and I, I really enjoyed like crushing it at sales and I had, was competitive with other people at the company too. I just, I wanted to change it up. It's been two years, Let me. I'm like, you know what, let me do a little minor in business school or something. Mm-hmm. And she was there and you know, as time went on, we kind of gravitated toward each other in the yeah. class and when we went on a date, then fireworks. There's, That's it, man. Yeah. She told me that like, The one thing I noticed was the beard. That's that's what I liked initially. So I'm like, dude, you don't even. She's like, I don't even like you. Like I don't like you at all. I like the beard. Like if you take the beard, it's over. Like so I'm just a man that has the beard. Like that's it. It's one of those days like you just get pissed at her. It's like I'm gonna just fucking shave it off. Dude, I'm done. (laughs) It's fine. I'll I'll start threatening her. I'm like, hey, get this done now, or I'll take the beard off.
1: Like you just randomly have like you need some clippers. You just close the bathroom door and just turn them on and see if she busts the door. Fuck with her. (laughs) Yeah, like
2: uh. It's hilarious. It's, it's pretty good. It's, yeah,
1: I know you like my beard. Let's go to Greenville.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How do you like Greenville? Um, it's been like two, three days that yeah. I, since I moved. Um, I've you know I lived in Duncan, which was like 20, 30 minutes away. Yeah, and, yeah, and it was yeah. nice. It was nice going over there. It reminded me a little bit of. It gave me that Montreal vibe. Yeah, because there's
1: not shit in Duncan, South Dude, Carolina. There's man, nothing in Spartanburg, really. To yeah. be honest, with you. like I, it I used like, to be.
2: I heard. I heard. Yeah. So I've understood that Spartanburg was the big. Big city And then Greenville is just like a shithole And then mm-hmm. Just flip flip flop Completely Flip flop completely Like the I grew up in
1: Greenville And northern Greenville And the They started doing that Swamp rabbit trail thing You know now I, Everything there Swamp rabbit
2: My apartment building Is literally on the Swamp rabbit trail That's how they, That's how so, they sold it Like
1: So I have no fucking clue Because it doesn't make any sense to me But like They put this trail in And then it's like we're going to redo whole towns. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a walking trail.
2: Like, it's not like <laughs> calm down guys. <laughs> yeah. You,
1: you didn't make it out of gold. Like yeah. it's not painted. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just concrete. Like, yeah. but travel, the town I grew up in Travis, Rest, man, like, uh, when I lived there, there was this busted up, uh, driving range, a Ingles, and a Hardee's. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. And like, two red lights <laughs> and then like i talked to my grandparents a couple of weeks ago and i'm like what are you guys doing and they're like oh we're gonna we're going to get we're going to try this craft taco place i was like oh you're going to greenville and they're like no and travis rest and i was like wait
2: hold on a damn minute really like, so it started already the, yeah uh...
1: and it's like it was so weird seeing the small
2: evolution it was like oh they got a walmart oh they got a chick-fil-a oh <laughs> it's, it's funny like when when i first heard like of spartanburg i'm like Badass name let's be honest yeah. like, I heard the name Spartanburg I'm like yo this is some like 300 yeah. shit like I like the name already Nope. but then I looked into <laughs> it and I'm like oh my like you know I got like this like cold sweat I'm like dude I'm literally gonna leave everything to go to this random ass town in mm-hmm. South Carolina I've never been to South Carolina yeah. so and then literally like a few weeks after that the UFC which I'm a huge fan of was going to Greenville Yep. and during the broadcast they were saying oh yeah Greenville is one of like the fastest growing cities in the country mm-hmm. like and I'm like Oh, okay, that doesn't feel so right, bad. Right, right. It's right there, you know what yep. I mean? So uh and I when I got here I, I again not much to do in Swartenburg. I took a little drive in Greenville and I saw like, okay, this is a little bit you know, a little bit metropolitan, it's nice. Yeah the vibe and the people reminded me a little bit of Montreal and uh I knew that there was gonna be hope.
1: <laughs> and and like that, that whole Greenville area like where you drive through eighty five through Greenville I mean granted it's been under construction for 25 years but still like it's it reminds uh, me of Montreal too yeah. dude. Like since and I'm a kid there's construction everywhere yeah and it's like I mean it's getting to be very nice though and like that's uh, awesome it's a good time a, to move then yeah and like there's a, there's some good music venues and shit like there's good you know you got Bon Secor there Bilo Center or whatever and the, the big thing is because I know coming from Canada that you're not really into it but i'm i'm gonna make sure you're a clemson fan yeah yeah <laughs> it's yeah. funny
2: because my business partner is hardcore like gamecock like oh fuck that he's so balls deep in it dude yeah, like what, does he just everything. love losing like that, that's i don't what, understand it's, that's, that's that's what i said i'm like <laughs> so and then when he told me again he's talking about the gay cops i'm like gamecocks i'm like what the fuck is that like i don't even yeah. know what he's talking about so i i look into it and then i i learned that there was like clemson tigers the gamecocks mm-hmm. they hate each other but like the other one's really successful. They just won the championship last year. The other one sucks. So it's like and poor Sherbert, yeah. die hard game cockman. Like
1: <laughs> came out the womb wearing garnet. Like No, see, granted now, granted that also I, I've been Eclipse fan since I was a kid and we sucked. You know, like it's not like we've been a, a constant <laughs> you been great franchise. For a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh
2: it kind of paid off though. Thank God. Did Carolina. they like, was it last year that they came out of nowhere and won and blew up or? No, no, it's no. Been it's been cut. It's been a long time. It's been like slowly, slowly. They've been inching towards that. Yeah, championship. Like the last decade. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay. Like we'd, we won a championship. Then we'd lose in the finals. Okay. We so championship. The- yeah. 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 We got, uh, what happened was we switched head coaches and got co- a gangster. Yeah. And it was just like coach Dabo came in, man, just like wreck shit. Okay. so I should know that
2: last now. name I should know that name of the coach Coach Dabo right Coach Dabo man cool, yeah cool. Dabo's all over the
1: place man uh, I need to okay. pick
2: up this shit dude like I and I, I, you know, I tried learning a few things South Carolina things before I came just to not look like a complete moron I bought my flannel dude I had like <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, dude I have to like uh, assimilate you know what I mean
1: I got the flannel
2: yeah dude uh, we had trucker hats and shit <laughs> yeah man the trucker hats yes
1: like 100% yeah. it's too it's too fucking hot here yeah. for flannel like all year it's not like like, plaid, plaid. Dude, our winter is... What winter? <laughs> yeah. Like, you have no winter. Yeah, it, there is no winter. <laughs> like, it might snow once, and it's gone in six hours. Like
2: Dude, like... it's. school, will be closed for a week.
1: Oh, yeah. We shut down dude, you,
2: snow, Yeah, snowed, we So, it's funny, because I... Being in Canada, like, you would hear, oh, yeah, it's snowing in Atlanta. Ten people dead. Uh, a red alert. Emergency. The governor sending the troops. It's like, what the? We were mm-hmm. laughing. it's kidding. He's like, what the fuck are you people talking about? Yeah, it just sprinkled a little bit of snow. Chill out. Like, how are people dying? No one knows how to act. They don't know. They don't know. Yeah.
1: Like, no bread, no milk anywhere. Dude, that's Because people fucking love they milk sandwiches, up. I guess. I don't know. But, dude, like, I'll, they fucking...
2: I'll tell you a funny story. Like, there was uh, one day that I'm in the store in Spartanburg, and... It's raining 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 and then I'm in the back and dude the lights start flickering on and off like mm-hmm. and I'm 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 scared like I'm no. what the fuck is going on with yeah. the store I run out front and then someone like a few people get like a tornado warning on their phone and I'm like freaking out. Like what the fuck is, what what, yeah. what do I do? Like what happens if the lights go off? There's like a hundred people in the store. Like I don't want them panicking or whatever. So I'm like, I grab the megaphone. I'm like, Gu- guys, don't, don't, don't panic. And everyone's like, dude, you're, dude, they look at me like I'm an idiot. You're panicking. Dude, they look at me like, <laughs> dude, they look at me and they're like, what is Why this is guy, it snowing? What is this guy talking about? Like, like who, I don't, give, dude. The tornado literally yeah. went right behind the store, not far from us, and they just kept shopping like nothing ever oh, happened, dude. dude. Yeah, don't give a fuck about yeah, tornadoes. They don't give a shit. Let it snow. Two weeks later, it snowed a little bit. Everything closed. No yeah. one came to the store for the whole week. Mm-hmm. It was like the end of the world. And I'm like, this is so backwards. <laughs> it makes yeah, no it sense. is. It's very. I'll tell you, man. I was at a. I
1: was with my dad one time. We were at a drag race in Atlanta, and a tornado hit the drag strip.
2: That's crazy, dude. When I was
1: I was like maybe ten or eleven. And I remember we were sitting there and the sky changed colors. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. And he goes, That's That's cool, fucking dude. bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, bad. News, dude. <laughs> and we had to you had to like everybody ran under the bleachers and a tornado came straight through, man. It was insane. Dude, that's scary
2: as fuck, dude. Yeah. You saw now in, in, in California I was watching, they have like the fire tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Dude, like not only is it bad enough there, but like with the fire, like <laughs> let's do let's throw in tornadoes, dude. It's like right?
1: I'm petrified of tornadoes. <laughs> What if one was on fire? God's like yeah,
2: God, God, dude, I'm telling you, God God is like a metal fan. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, dude, what's more metal than a tornado? Fire, bro. Fire, fire tornado. <laughs>
1: that's gonna be a t shirt. We're gonna make that a t shirt. Yeah, <laughs> Bring on the fire tornado.
2: Exactly. And God
1: is like yeah. Yeah, just yeah. God with like the
2: fingers like yes. That's amazing. God is metal, dude.
1: Uh that's another shirt. See I got two shirts out of this already. It's there gonna be great. Go. Uh all right, so coming to Greenville getting started, or come to Spartanburg getting started. So, do
2: you want me to explain to them what the store does? Like, I mean, Oh, yeah. It, we, I,
1: I fuck up because I know.
2: Exactly. Like, that's I, I kind of thought, I'm like, wait, we know what the fuck I do, but like they don't know. They know it's a liquidation store, right? Um, so a little bit of... in. So what the store does, it's a little bit of a... It's a different... Like, when you think of liquidation store, you're probably thinking like flea market, yeah. like a little dirty, grimy place. Like, We basically took a flea market concept, lit it up in a nice building with nice air conditioner mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So basically... We get truckloads of overstock, right, from like huge retailers. And we get it, we buy it in, you know, in such big quantities that we get it very cheap, cheap enough to just put it in our store. Mm-hmm. Our store consists of, imagine, 35 big wooden bins, uh, 10 foot by 4 foot and 3 foot high. And we just literally, so let's say um, we restock on Wednesdays, right? Mm-hmm. One o'clock Wednesdays, we restock the store. We're taking a forklift, lifting this pallet with this huge box on top called a Gaylord box. And in the Gaylord box is m- full of merchandise. Yeah. We have no idea what's in it, and we don't care, really. Yeah. We take these big boxes, lift the- lift them up in a forklift, cut holes, and just dump everything into the bins. And we fill up the whole store as fast as possible, and clean up the store, and then we open up on Friday. Friday morning, you come to my store, Nine to five, everything is six dollars an item. Mm-hmm. You could find laptops. You can have, people have found tablets. People have found. I heard someone found an Alienware three thousand dollar laptop. Like Jeez. you could literally find absolutely everything that you will see in, in big companies, yeah. like you know Amazon, Walmart, Target, all these big retailers. Anything that you find on their websites online, you could probably end up finding in our store. So you come, we give you a, either a shopping cart or an Ikea bag and you just go in and you start treasure hunting, pushing through the stuff, grabbing. And it's a lot of people that line up to, to open us. It's like, imagine like black Friday every weekend, mm-hmm. but like not as crazy. People are, are not as, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not as wild. Yeah, it's as not as as like wild. A Black They respect each other.
1: Like, and I'll tell you, man, like I went on a Friday at an open and we got there like an hour and a half early and we we're like the fifth people in line or something like that. But like, I got my massage gun there and it's my favorite thing that I own. Yeah. That's like, awesome, dude. Half of my warehouse is from your place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just shit everywhere in that's here. For awesome. man. Yeah. yeah. You're one of those. Eh? <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, good,
2: dude. It's fun, man. Like uh, I enjoy the hunt. That's I, so people. Yeah. You not again, it's, it's gratifying in two ways. Not only do you get really cool stuff for cheap, but the thrill of the hunt, yeah. you get it for free. That's yeah, what I say. Get exactly. stuff for cheap, thrill of the hunt for free.
1: And that's my favorite part, man. Like uh, I literally just in that fucking the hunt aspect of yeah. it is so fun for me. And um, it was actually really cool. Cause like, you know, I, I literally met you because uh, I interviewed the guy that did your commercial. Yes. Harry, Harry Tornado. Tornado. Yeah. Like, I refused to call him by his name. Yeah. Do, who, it's dude, the Harry Tornado, bro. Who, like,
2: I heard someone said met, someone called him Josh. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, I, exactly. Dude, you are Harry Tornado. That's exactly. it. It's done.
1: <laughs> uh, it was kind of cool because the day that we shot the commercial for your place, I that was the Friday before I interviewed him. Yeah. And so I happened to just, like, meet him that way.
2: He... Uh, so the whole Harry Tornado by the way Harry Tornado uh, YouTuber uh, he basically you know films himself going to Goodwills and stores like mine finding really cool stuff showing people how he buys merchandise and flips it online and makes profit and stuff like that Great guy, dude. Uh, and great he channel.
1: Tons of fucking hits, man.
2: Dude, like people, he has like a cult following. Like, yeah. I mean, when I saw the fifty thousand, like you know, views or whatever, I'm like, whatever. Like, it's 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 not a big deal. But then I look at the comments, dude. Dude, people love him. Like, oh my god, this is amazing. And I started watching the videos, and I'm dude, I watch them every day. Like, they're really entertaining to me. Like, I like them a lot. So it
1: was a surreal thing for me too, because like the video uh, that I was on with him, I didn't realize that I have fans that watch that. Really, and like in the comments on the the store video, it'll be like, "I know that the guy." the case, the case, either yeah. and I was like, yeah, that's kind of fucking cool, man." Yeah. He's got fifty four thousand subscribers on YouTube. That's
2: great, and dude, and and like,
1: I think he just hit 000, a hundred thousand or a million, a million w- views. A too, week, dude, a,
2: a week ago it was like at forty nine. Yeah, like it literally, and he was. I remember him being at our store, telling our employees, "Hey, like." I'm, if you guys end up being the fifty thousand, I'll give you something, whatever. Like yeah. joking about it, and then a few days later, 53, 54, yeah. So fast growing. I met He's him. Entertaining too. Yeah, dude, I like him. Like him. I I met him. Basically, one of my employees tells me, oh, there's this guy with the camera inside. Like, is that cool? I'm like, yeah, sure. Let him do whatever he wants. <laughs> it's America, dude. That's what I love about America. Just do whatever you want. You know what I mean? And he was filming, and anyway, I didn't think much of it, but. A few days later, a lady came into the store, and i, I like asking people. Hey, yeah. How'd you hear about us? Like, we're—we're, we're, you know. She's like, "Oh, this guy called Harry Tornado." I'm like, "The fuck is that?" <laughs> she's yeah. like, "You oh, like Good One?" Yeah. I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> like, okay, okay, little lady. Sure, Harry Tornado. Have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's crazy or something. She's like, "No, no, it's this YouTuber," and she shows me. She told me that she met him at the Goodwill, and he does videos. He's pretty like locally famous, and this and that. And I'm like, "Show me." So she's pulling out her phone. And again, so keep in mind, I have a a, a mask on, government, Uh, (laughs) I have a mask on and she's showing me the video and the guy kind of looks like me, right? Like, so as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then I'm like, so you like this guy, huh? She's like, yeah, I do. I'm like, cause, and I I lower my mask cause I'm Harry Tornado. (laughs) She's like, oh my God. (laughs) No, I'm just messing with you. Like, (laughs) it was pretty funny though. Um, That's amazing
1: on your toes that you thought to do that. Yeah, it was really,
2: I'm, it was really funny. I'm like, and it was really natural to like, lower my mask because I'm Harry Tornado. And she's like, oh my God. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just and, messing with
1: you. And I'll tell you too, man, like, because uh, for the podcast that we did with him, I I went on there and watched some of his stuff just a year ago. Like, I think it was like, it was actually like 16 months ago. He was getting like 100 views. Really? Yeah, like nothing on it. So crazy, dude. And it's it's fun to watch too because like when he shot those, like I'm used to these videos, the one that like Trevor has pulled up now. But okay. like – there's there's nothing on the walls in
2: those videos. It's just
1: kind of him, and he's like, "Hi
2: guys, I'm Josh." Yeah. <laughs> like, so I see. I don't know that, right? Yeah. I don't know the path. I know like what what's going on. That's pretty cool, dude. Um, relatively
0: recently, like August of
2: 2019, Is yeah. when he started blowing up. Nice. Um, started just in general. Cool, mm-hmm. cool, dude. um Yeah, yeah I. Uh, you know, I so uh, so she showed me the video, and the next time he walked into my store, I'm like, "Hey, Harry Tornado, how's it going, dude? Like, dude, awesome video, I liked it, this and that, and." Dude, I had the I had the idea. Like again, I started watching his videos, and I'm like, dude, I like this guy. Like I and I want to help him. You know what right. I mean? Like I want because well, I was I was I wanted him to get more content, and I'm like, dude, why don't we do something? Like again, little I didn't when I when I when I went to ask him, I didn't think that like it's gonna benefit my store in any way. I I right. wanted him to like I just liked the it was a feel good thing about it. You know, it was nice. So I went up to him. I'm like, dude, like if you want, like you know, we're looking. To, I need more content for my Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be cool if you could do like some sort of video where you go up to customers and just be like, yo, like, because you have such a great energy, like ask them questions, how, how's it going? And maybe you could do like a four or five minute video of that and maybe like a little 30 second commercial. Like uh, I wanted like a 30 second like video clip, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So if, you, if I wanted to advertise it and people just, you know, low attention span, watch, yeah. 30 seconds. And then I wanted something a little bit longer where people could just sit down and watch it. And he's like, yeah, sure, dude, no worries, 100% um and then he went at it dude and uh i saw the video of him going and then i saw you and he was funny because i asked him about the video like after that day i reached out to him so how'd it go he's like dude i i met some great people dude like i met this wrestling guy i'm like oh nice you'll see him he's awesome on 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 the mic dude in the video i'm like nice and that's kind of how the wrestling guy came to be so it's real funny about that
1: too because we were in line and I watched him come up and with these people, yeah, and he goes, uh beer me dude. I got you. Right? <laughs> We're drinking beers, by the way, like fuck this. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh also real quick, so on that conversation, so I hit up uh I hit up Ron, I'm like, Hey
2: man, like uh what do you want to drink? We,
1: yeah, we try to get we try to get drink snacks, whatever for people when they come in. I was he's like and I'm starting to get that question, like, do you mean like alcohol or juice? Like like, like
2: <laughs> You're gonna be a sippy cup, dude? Yeah, or like And I was like I was like,
1: Whatever you want, man and he's like, Yeah, just get something light, like uh a heineken or a blue moon and i'm like oh man look canada light and american light beer two <laughs> different, different opinions yeah because like you when you say light i'm thinking you want like miller or a McUltra or something like that nah, and uh <laughs> but yeah so we're at the store and we're uh let me get that key from right, yeah. so we're at the store and we're in line and we're waiting and he comes walking up and he's like hey guys uh i'm shooting a commercial for this place uh would you guys like to would anybody like to be a part of it did and you recognize them? Like, as no, as the group, they go, no.
2: Fucking lame. And I was like, <laughs> losers. <laughs> I'll do it.
1: I, I talk for a living. <laughs> like, let's fucking do this. I do. Yeah, I was like, and the best part was, is I, I kind of introduced myself to him because we hadn't met yet, and uh, I go to cut it, and I did my little thing, and he goes. Well, that went way better than I thought today was gonna go. (laughs) I was like, "Yeah, you kind of picked the right one to start off, man. Like, I got you." Like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome, dude. I literally, my job is to teach other people (laughs) how to to talk in public. So,
2: when did you realize it was like it was like uh, the eBay guy? You know what I mean? When he walked up. Okay, because I knew. Yeah, I had already done the. Actually,
1: I reached out to him because there was another guy that does. uh, He just buys like Amazon boxes, return boxes and stuff, and opens them. And I started watching that guy because he wears wrestling shirts in them. Really. Uh I just started watching it and then I clicked a video that had a lot of hits and it was Harry Tornado, the name caught me. And he was like he was sitting there and I was like, That Goodwill looks fucking familiar. I've seen that somewhere, dude. Yeah, it was the one right down here. And yeah. I was like. When I, said story, I've been oh. to. I was like, So this guy's local, so I'm gonna get him on and then that's it literally just snowballed from there. That's awesome,
2: dude. Yeah, and uh yeah, I saw you we were sold out that day and uh I saw you walking away and I'm like, Yo, wrestling dude and and, uh, uh, and you invited me on and I'm which not really is way better dude. than most of the things people
1: call me so <laughs> I'm really cool with that it's an upgrade uh yeah and then um like we enjoy the store man it's just it's fun it's and it's kind of cool to see uh People in there doing their thing, and like you said, you would think that people would get all worked up, man. But they really don't, like.
2: dude. I, I always, I was always worried, you know. Dude, in Canada, you hear all these stories, Black Friday, ma- you know what I mean, like the massacre or whatever, like mm-hmm. these people trampling each other. And again, I don't, it, I always like joke around that like oh, the Canadians laugh at the Americans or whatever. But like, oh, no, you know, I, now that I live in Amer- I love America, yeah. number one. But uh, it was always like a thing, like. Dude, look at this video. Look at look at these Americans going that crazy over really Black Friday, dude. It's insane, man. dude. Like they have bodyguards, <laughs> that securities at, at like yeah. Best Buy and stuff like that. So, um, I always thought when I before we opened the store, like, oh, dude, this is gonna be a disaster. Like, how I don't, dude. I've never worked in a retail again. Yeah. None of us, but like, I've never done uh, managing. I've never done a store retail. Neither has my father, who's a partner, and the other right. partners. We have no. Like I said, we still till this day have no fucking clue what we're doing. Yeah. Um, we're learning as we go. Like I said, we just we just try to look at things as what's like worst case scenario, what could happen, and we try planning around that. Man, you know? like, yeah.
1: Well, you're fucking rocking it.
2: Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's that, what I, they say. Dude, <laughs> listen.
1: Uh, we've been here for how long we've we been in this building, Trevor? Like six months?
2: June.
1: June? Yeah.
2: That's it? Been Holy here. shit. June 1st but every day I drive by and it's packed. Yeah, dude, we've we, we done pretty good. It took, like I said, it took uh, it blew up pretty fast, and it took a while to kind of like figure out what works, what doesn't. Mm-hmm. And um, this second store, uh, dude, like what we're in, what we're doing in terms of of sales and and customers coming, it took us eight months with the first first yeah. store to get in this one, In three weeks we were there already. Yeah, and so the only the
1: good. only time I've ever noticed, it looks like you guys are like your business isn't as high on like Thursdays.
2: Cause we're closed on exactly. Thursdays. <laughs> it's That's the only day that parking lot's not You high. saw that video, that lady, she was like, so, so Harry, during interview, interviews this lady. And like, Hey, like again, same thing you like talk about the store. She's like, I've been to the store every single day. The only day I haven't been is on Thursdays because it's closed. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's dude.
2: a, it's a fun time. And I, I, I like, I really take pleasure in seeing people having like enjoying themselves and having a fun time. And, um, Dude, a lot of people come and ask us like, like, dude, that yeah, you probably keep all the good stuff for yourself, right? Like, you probably take it out, and it's like we figured out from day one that you can't do that because, like, that's it's the downfall of all these businesses. And I've heard many of our I don't mean I don't call them competitors, but many stores that do similar things to what we do, like they there's always people like claiming that they take out the good stuff mm-hmm. and I know you know they know for they come they're they're angry about it. I know for a fact they take out the good stuff and da 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 da. da. So, you know, it was very important to us. We told ourselves from the beginning, dude, greed is going to be the downfall of this thing. You can't you have to Bro. let people find good stuff and I when let's say there's a $400 item, right? I know it's $400. Dude, like yeah, you could I could easily take this and sell it for like 250, 300 on eBay. Like that's mm-hmm. fine, but dude, if you came, if Ethan came to my store, Example, you found your your, your oh, massage, massage gun. gun. Yeah. You found you find the massage gun that's worth two three hundred dollars, dude. Like that's marketing right there. You're hooked for life, dude. dude. I have your soul. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dream Deals has your soul, has your friend's souls. Like that. It's, it's that's so. I I don't see it as. Uh, you have a direct line to my PayPal, bro. Exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't see it as like I was like, oh, I didn't make like again. I sold it for six bucks instead of four hundred. I don't see that as like, oh, I didn't make three hundred ninety four. I see that as oh, that's marketing money. Like, like, like that's that's what I need to pull you in and keep you coming. So forever
1: so let's be realistic with it man like i went in there the first time and i dropped like 400 bucks without realizing it you know yeah. what i
2: mean it's scary it's it dangerous is. it dude. is like it's that store you'll start filling up your bag and then when you get to the checkout you're like oh man i fucked up
1: mm-hmm. yeah for like i'm sitting there i'm like how many hours was that yeah
2: dude, <laughs> like, it's uh it, it gets scary but like again we, we'll take a we'll take a big chunk of your money the first time and then you'll learn slowly yeah, slowly how to yeah, control yourself like, i go in <laughs> or not
1: like i i love knickknack shit like, I went in yesterday, and it was, like, $2 a day, you, you know? Went, you
2: went ape shit at, eh? like... Yeah, for <laughs> real.
1: Like, I mean, I, I'm i smart. Like, I set up a budget. I know what I need. Yeah. And... You gotta set up a budget before you cut. I find a full... Sh- dude, like, I found uh, one of my favorite... I wear wrist wraps when I wrestle, because I'm getting old. And uh, I found a a nice set of fucking wrist wraps, two bucks.
2: Can't go wrong, dude. Yeah, and
1: it's just, like, random shit, man. Like, these little plate things for my kids. Like, they're fucking cool to me, so I got them. Yeah.
2: You know? I, uh, you know, and... I just I again I I was really it was hard to leave everything in Montreal, but I was very like it just it was such an exciting idea. It's like again, I'm just like, dude, this is such a cool store. Like mm-hmm. I will I will love this. You see how you love your job? Yeah. Dude, I love this store. You know what I mean? Like right. it's my baby. Like I, I saw it grow from nothing, from an idea and it's and I'm very proud of it and like I said, it's 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 exciting. It's fun. It's fun for me. I really enjoy it. I I like coming out on restock days and seeing people go nuts and find cool stuff and come to me like, dude, do you know what this is? No, I have no idea no idea, but I'm sure you'll tell me, right? Yeah. And then they tell me and they're like, Oh my god, that's amazing. Like I, I like that, it's fun. I like meeting the random craziest people at the store too. It's nuts. And then you go home and do their podcast. Exactly. And then, <laughs> exactly. And then and then look where I am doing their podcast. Uh, <laughs> the wrestling guys podcast. It was, it was
1: one of those like uh, we kind of mentioned before, it's our warehouse is kinda like off beaten path a little bit and yeah my girlfriend
2: was like dude message me when you get there and make sure you're alive (laughs) send me your location like send Send me your your location
1: location. (laughs) that way we know uh take pictures of all their license plates
2: babe don't worry my my kidneys are intact for (laughs) 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 they uh
1: and it's it's real fun for um like a business aspect like you said with the with this stuff because we've been to other places and i'll talk about it so it's it's like the word i would describe it is fucking ratchet like, for real. <laughs> You're nicer than me. Yeah, and it's, it's just like, man, ratchet, like, you know, like, they'll, take the, like, they'll take the Gaylord palettes and just set them out, and then you gotta dig through it, and, you know, it'd be like in a warehouse, it's unmanaged, I guess would be the best way to say it.
2: Well, this is what I've noticed from mm-hmm. my point of view. Like, I've noticed that a lot of the people who are kind of in this game come from, like, a liquidation background, and, like, flea market, and they're not the most savory of characters, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, yeah, yeah. That whole liquidation world, dude, there's a lot of scummy people. Like, it's it's literally scumbag central. Like I've dealt with a lot of people that are just scum of the earth. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so, I could see how people who, you know, maybe were a little bit successful with selling and buying, they're like, have a little bit more money, and then they opened up a store themselves, but their personality spilled into that store. Man. So, me, dude, it was very important for me to not have a scummy place dude like that i've been to other stores and my and you know people who do have similar shows like me and i walked in and i'm like dude this place grosses me the fuck out like my place cannot be like this like yeah. my place needs to be clean my place needs to be like like you. it's like like the disneyland you know what i mean like i want to take a flea market concept and just like throw some disneyland on mm-hmm. that and make it like like a, an acceptable environment so that's that super important for me, dude. Like colors and like music and this. even the the employees, dude, like if you're a piece of shit, I don't want you yeah. like, I don't want you I don't want you to work for me, dude, at all. Like no, for you, sure. You need to be you need to love life. It's an atmosphere, I mean? man. Yeah, dude. You need to love life. And I, I. you ever been to a shitty Chick-fil-A? Uh oh you're probably new to Chick fil A, but dude, yes. That's that's something else. Uh Chick fil A I'm not so crazy about it, dude. Really? You Americans but, go babe shit over at Chick fil A. It's, it's dude, not even like, that, but have you
1: been to one and get shitty service?
2: Mm, I haven't yet. I've been to, I've been like two, three times. It won't. Oh no, dude! Quick I, trip up in Greenville, same the, way. The old ladies that work at Chick Fil A, dude, like they're like sweethearts. You yeah, know what I mean, they're smart about it. I, I, yeah. I someone kind of brought that up to me. It's like, dude, notice how Chick Fil A, like, they're all older ladies and like mm-hmm. they love life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's that's something. Gonna well, the most. company
1: takes care of them. Yeah. And they like they enjoy they kind of enjoy being there and this and the other. But like that's their. That's their motif, man. Like, yeah. that's the, the culture they set.
2: It's so funny because, like, the first time, again, I, I never used to come a lot to the U.S. It was always, like, the Dominican Republic mm-hmm. or Canada, um, Israel a few times because my mom's Israeli. Uh, dude, like, when I first time I ever heard of Chick-fil-A was, like, the whole gay thing on the news that blew up. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. uh, we're not big on the homosexuality. Yep. And it's, like, being in Canada at the time, it was, like 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 you know Canada's a very liberal open society mm-hmm. like accepting everyone you do you do whatever you want in Canada as long as you're not harming someone else right. type of thing right that's that's kind of the mentality there and it was like you hear that on the news and you're like damn people are crazy and you'd think like dude that would shut up Con- i would shut a company down you know yeah. what i mean i've always been like dude like if you can't a- stop the lord's chicken bro dude like <laughs> that spicy chicken bro <laughs> the gays eh. you know what i mean give me that spicy chicken dude like we'll get over it we'll like over it. Yeah, dude and like- they did and they throw, they thrive dude like it's crazy man yeah and like uh that's-
1: it's just kind of like one of those things like it's all about the experience and that's something like we deal with here my wrestling school is not like any other place in the country yeah, you know, or at least in the region. Like, I make sure that, and I tell people they come to sign up. I am like, do me a favor before you sign up, go visit another place, because I have it's good for them to compare one hundred percent. I have a one hundred percent return rate. Yeah, I've never had somebody go, oh, I, would, I think I am gonna rather train here. Yeah, no, fuck that. And like you talking about, like coming from fucking liquidation people and then being like little skeezy. Yeah, yo, our business came from carnivals. Yeah, you know, I deal crazy. with fucking carnival workers. That's wild. And shit like that. But like our whole concept is that this is entertainment. So like wrestling's cool and all and like the wrestling aspect is going to be there, but like I teach people how to be stars yeah. and how to be entertainers and
2: Can I ask you about that? Can I quick question? Like yeah. is there do you ever get someone who who signs up never done it before and like after the first few times like you're like you know deep inside yeah, this person doesn't have it like mm-hmm. you know what i mean do you ever have that conversation with them or, yeah. let, or you let them figure it out like dude so it's just not for you
1: no 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 um my big thing is uh wrestling is not the only thing we do okay i actually have a guy right now his name is uh jesse chapman and jesse uh was training to wrestle blah 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 and he messaged me one day he goes hey man look i know i'm behind i know that i'm not getting it that he's like i'm just gonna quit and I was like, I got a better idea. How about you fucking keep coming, and we'll find something else for you to
2: do. Yeah.
1: And he came in that put a night. Ma-
2: put a mask on with a zipper. That you, You're just that guy that was, doesn't talk. Not even that, but it was like,
1: <laughs> I mean, there's so much that goes into this. You got to think, we have a production aspect. We have uh, things do the video true. and everything. And um, he came in, and he was like, I think I want to try refing. And about eight so that's seconds. Is that something you guys do, too? Yeah, roughing? I teach everything oh, top crazy. to bottom, bro. Do we I, do, imagine do, I know nothing about, yeah, like,
2: again, I, as a kid... Falls deep into like the WWE. Who? What kid? What normal kid in the head exactly. is not into wrestling? a job, you know what I mean. Yeah. But like, it's fascinating to me to hear about like this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Dude. So like with with us, man. Like I teach everything from top to bottom. I'm gonna teach you. First of all, we teach safety. I'm huge on safety because that's what my dad taught me. Uh, I teach you all you your basics. Too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit! This second is like a gen generation. Dog, this second generation gen. shit, dude. I'll show you some of my dad's. I'll show you a picture of my dad <laughs> here in a minute. Awesome, man, he's dude. fucking rad. So, that's crazy. um, outside of that, man, I teach people. For one, how to have a personality. I teach people how to talk. I teach people how to, we do promo classes. uh, And we shoot everything so they get used to being in front of a camera. That's awesome. Like literally my goal is when people leave my school, they wrestle like they've been wrestling for 10 years. That's awesome, dude. Because we do practice matches, man. Like last night we ran matches. I ran matches with them.
2: Dude, can I I come and see like a practice? Yeah, fuck yeah, dude.
1: I'm here Monday through Thursday, man. That's great, Like we start at 6, you come on.
2: That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, dude, like absolutely.
1: Yeah, we, we, uh, After this week, too, this whole place is going to be set up like an arena because we have our show Saturday, so we're going to mm-hmm. take everything out, completely redo the building, and fucking it's, it's going to be, be rocking crazy, in dude. here, bro. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like when Sherbert does all of our um, promo packages and stuff, we shoot all that in-house. Like we do, we shoot we have the talent come in, we shoot videos here and, and everything else. So it's like uh, top to bottom, man. And that that's one thing. The reason I do that
2: is because no one else does so, like, give me, a, like, you don't have to name drop, but like, compare what you do to another wrestling school. Like, what don't they have that you do? Like, for example,
1: um, one big thing is, uh, and I'm huge on this because of the other wrestling schools around town, but they people get left behind. Right. Okay. So, I figure out, I, I treat this like public school. So, when I was in the public school system, I understood that they didn't really give a fuck about you. This is what you learn. If you didn't get it, Sucks to suck, nerd. Move like moving move, on, yeah, right? Yeah. So um, one thing that I take a lot of detail with is I figure out how each person learns, and while doing that, I keep the whole group caught up together. Cool. And you know, hey man, some people come in here and they're super fucking athletic. That's awesome, right? And the people that aren't athletic kind of have to catch up to that. Yeah. But when we get to the talking, that's a different. What if the dude. super athletic person can't talk? Yeah. So now they're they're yeah. You know, I got to figure out a way how to get them to open up and them to do that. And I get some guys yeah. in here, man, they just...
2: Talking, and, dude, that's, like, a completely different ballgame. Like, yeah. it kind of reminds me of, like, when I was in engineering, like, dude, again, no offense to Asians, but, like, the Asian kids were good, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these kids were, like, studying hard, killing and making A-pluses, and I did good, but, like, I was always, like, oh, these fucking kids. Like, I have a social life. I try to, like, balance my right. life, you know what I mean? Be good a little bit of everything, but they were, like, hardcore A-pluses, and then there came a class, there was a class where... It was um, an eng- like an engineering like English class mm-hmm. where, you know, they taught you how to write engineering documents and present do certain presentations. Dude, the, st- the teacher was like, Okay, this is what we're gonna do. Um, they're closing the post office in I live in a town in the middle of nowhere, two hours from here. They're closing it down. I'm going to have all of you write like a, a letter, like a job like imagine you're applying to a job right And like why you want why you're good for that job and everything and you're gonna 200 of you are gonna mail it to the post office to kind of keep things going over there the guy's a little wh- wacky wow. we're like okay that's nah, pretty cool that. yeah But yeah, that's, that's, awesome. that's cool that's cool and then after we did it he's like okay now you're gonna like you're gonna do a mock like in front of it's like 100 people in front of a hundred people, you're gonna put on a suit and you're gonna say why you're good for the job. Hell yeah, dude! It, dude the Asians were shitting themselves, yeah, dude. dude. And it was like it gave everyone there like a little bit of confidence because, like I said, I felt I felt really comfortable like mm-hmm. talking in front of people and and shooting the shit. And are you and, good and, at that? Like kind of like yeah, I, I didn't fire. I didn't pick that up yet. <laughs> was fucking good at. Yeah. I just like talking. You know what I mean? Like I I like I, I like talking to people and like selling myself especially like dude I always had that sales thing so the best
1: product you can have man myself
2: dude exactly like I'm selling like dude, when I worked at the company I dude, we did credit card processing dude fuck credit card processing I'm yeah. selling Ron zipper motherfucker yeah. and like and you're going to buy what I sell try, you because you love me you know what Try I mean?
1: doing that with pictures of yourself on a shirt Dude that's crazy Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's my fucking life <laughs> That's bro. like next level yeah. Yeah
2: that's the next level it's like no like now you're literally selling yourself yeah. like your face You do That's awesome dude It's
1: cool as fuck to show up to a building and see a bunch of people running around with shirts with your fucking face on it That's
2: that. hilarious dude. That's great. It's fun. Yeah. So moral of the story was Asians are not so good at public (laughs) speaking. Yeah. And it was, again, like, like I said, the rest of us were like, yeah. Yeah. So you're not good at everything. You know what I mean? Like we've had a little satisfaction. Like it was so awkward seeing them. And like I said, it's not their fault too. Like English is not their first language. So it's like, but they tried, you know, it was cute. (laughs) And and sometimes it's a culture thing too, man. Like, um, it's not their thing.
1: That's for sure. And like, that's, that's one thing like I, I love, I love being able to get in front of a crowd. I love being able to invoke emotions. Yeah, that's awesome. So, I mean, what we do is a live performance. So, I have to figure out how to make them care about me. The big thing is, like, you know, and this is something uh, a dear friend of mine, uh, Martin Stone, taught me. is like, there are certain companies that I'm really known at and I have a good following. And he's like, make sure that every time you wrestle there, you wrestle like it's your first time there. Because for somebody, it's their first time seeing you. Hundred percent. And I was like, "Fuck, man!" That kind of hit me deep. So yeah, that's some something deep that shit. I. some sensei shit. It's <laughs> it very sensei, yeah. and it's something that like I teach all of my kids here, man. Like you can't you can't rely first on a reaction. Dude. Yeah,
2: yeah, I agree. That's actually brings me back to sales. I had some people that would you know we did it on the phone. Like we were in Canada, but we would sell to the American market, and there'd be people who would just it wasn't clicking, but they were really good at talking in sales. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I would tell them, it's like, dude, you're you're basically... You, you're you not explaining it... You're not having a conversation with the person on the phone. You're literally reading a script, but in your mind. You're so used to like saying these things mm-hmm. right but they've never heard it before you know right. what i mean you have to literally talk to them and have and involve them in the conversation when i pitched my product i would leave a space where they would answer a question so they'd jump into the conversation you know what i mean like we sold like again credit card processing stuff i'd be like right. so wait like what do you have what, like what are you using right now like what, what kind of machine are you using and let them jump in and do you like it like is there anything you, you know what i mean so what would you change what would you exactly do? Yeah. you involve them in the conversation and it would go back to that the way you're saying like there's people who are just talking to you for the first time they don't know what the fuck you're doing so yeah. that's pretty cool it's a, it's a good mentality to have
1: and I, I tell my guys all the time because you know we set up tables and like you're we're all essentially like independent contractors so you sell your own merch you sell your own stuff and like you're on a show there's six other matches or whatever and like you gotta figure out I'm, I'm big on people will clap and boo at a wrestling show because they're they think they have to like yeah. they're a part of that right So they hear other people clap, they hear other people boo, and they'll do it, which is cool, and you'll get that reaction. That's awesome. But if you get those reactions and nobody's at your table at intermission, you didn't do it right. So my thing is, I'm trying to. I mean, I got a mortgage, I got kids. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm sitting here like this is your job. People have to be at that table, and like, the best thing about it is too, man. Like, I fucking love my fan base. My fan base is cool as shit, and like, people don't understand that. Let's say. I learned fans' names,
2: so that's so important. It is. I-
1: and like most people just meh, whatever. How's it going? You know, yeah. how's it going,
2: Josh? Like, dude, yeah. they love Same when thing you, in sales. Same and, thing. And when you do it the hey, first Suzanne, time, how's it going? When oh you my do it God. the first time, it stops them in their tracks. Do it 100%. I'll never forget it. And I love it. Yeah.
1: You know, you, that's making connections, man.
2: Yeah. Same thing. And, and, and dude, I always saw, I always treated my, so, so that's why I loved it so much. Cause like I always treated my job as like, dude, I love talking to people. I'm literally going into work every day, shooting the shit with all of these mm-hmm. people. And I'm making money doing yeah. it, dude. I'm killing it. I love it. Like, so yeah, it, it was, Hey Susan, how's it going? Oh, dude, you could even hear her like in the in the phone, like hey, taking a step hey, back. Oh yeah. shit! Hey, how's it going, hey, Ron. You know
1: what's, what's funny about that is, you know, when you left,
2: they were probably fucking pissed. Like, <laughs> for real. I re- uh, yeah, my my. It's funny you say that. My company, that company, has has always had a history of like, if you leave the company to go to something, because most people left either not on good terms because for whatever internal right. reasons, or they went for other opportunities in other companies and it's always been bad like bitter like the you know what i mean they the 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 company the company's management has always been like we're we're such a great company and we you know we do so much for you like if you leave us for something else like we take it personally um but i was very like i got along so well with them my managers i love them i really enjoyed them they taught me a lot like i became a man there let's Mm -hmm. be honest yeah and i when i left like and I told them what I was going to do. They didn't even believe it in the beginning. They're like, big shot Ron Zipper just had a girlfriend who's making all this money. You're going to go to South Carolina to open up a, a liquidation store? Right. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Like, that makes yeah. total sense. I had to show them the plane ticket, you know? And, uh, right. yeah, it, 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 it was sad for me. It was I cried, dude. It was sad for them. And uh, But... I was able. To, they sent me off on a high. They bought me like a bottle of like really expensive gin. Oh, all the nice. managers and it was very good. It was very, and I can still keep in touch with them till this day. I I when I go back to Montreal, I even I go to the factory, to the sales store, and I visit and I. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, man. yeah was, especially was,
1: if they have a history of that not going that way. Yeah, man, exactly.
2: I'm I'm two and a half years that I've been there. I've seen people that were there for 10, 12 years leave like very bad terms, yeah. and I was very happy that I was able to leave on good terms. And they've kind of they saw that like. Oh shit, he's going to pursue his like a dream right, right, right. or or a or a business and now that they see that they're working out, like, you know, they message me, Oh my god, it's crazy. Like yeah. So uh, it was cool. It was, it was feel good, that's for sure. Yeah, of course, dude. And like Don't burn bridges, that's the number dude, one thing. <laughs> you never know. Big time. Like uh
1: I, I'm not gonna at like I haven't burned bridges in my day, but now like that's a that's a constant thing for me. Like I, I try to keep my rapport very well, you know. You like, just never know. Yeah, you don't.
2: Dude you at don't all, know. dude.
1: That's um, like, a, I'll tell you, my number one rule when people ask me, they're like, because uh, at the end of every class, I do Q&A, no matter what, because awesome. I want my people to be able to ask questions. I want them to be able to grow. You know. I'm sure you love answering them, I, I too, right? That's like your I thing. Like, Believe it or not, I love hearing myself talk. So yeah,
2: yeah. You want people to poke into your world and ask you. That's the same thing with me with the liquidation. Like, ask me. I love it. Like Please. like That's why I was fascinated to come onto the podcast. Like, yeah. I wanted to, you to ask me like, everything. So, I love it. I love I it. Love it. They,
3: uh,
0: yeah, okay. it's not just like short answers. It's like I'm going to
1: give you my best. Answer. I <laughs> here's what happens: somebody asks me a question, I get on something.
2: So you're like an hour long, like and then and then, tangents, then, and then like when tangents.
1: I when I get done talking, I go, "What was the question? What was the question? Like yeah. I've completely fucking forgot." Oh, but dude. happens like, to me all the time. They ask me, they'll be like, "Um,
2: and it's hard to go back." Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like you've just you've spoken so much. There's yeah. But you ever seen a podcast where they do that? They mm-hmm. talk so long, and then they're so good that they come around yeah. that question again or, again, someone who's interviewing, and they're like, but back to your question, and they answer right. it, dude, that's yeah. gangster shit, dude. i always like that. It's really good, man, yeah. and,
1: like, it, that's, that's a skill.
2: That is it's a skill. It's a big skill. It's so gangster, dude. And,
1: like, even with, with, like, my students here, man, like, they all are required to have notebooks. They have to have three questions per class, stuff like that, and, like, the one that I love is it's like, uh, so what do we need to do in a locker room to make sure that, like, you know, nobody – and hates us and the sentinel i was like simple i asked you that it's so simple
2: but what, what do you mean by that like because they like with other like promotions etiquette. yeah like
1: etiquette oh because like so like we have our show here but like all my guys travel
2: okay so like, you have people from other shows that don't know the people that you're exactly. been training and okay yeah, yeah, cool. yeah
1: so like you know how do you act in different places Da 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 and i have one simple rule
2: be, be cool <laughs> don't be a cunt don't be an asshole don't be a yep. cunt exactly as long
1: as you're not a cunt man everything's solid exactly and Every time I say that, people go
2: laugh hysterically. They just like
1: take a second and they're like, "For real?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude. If people enjoy being around you, you're set. You're set. You're set. They. You don't have to be the best fucking wrestler, man. But if if people like having you around, dude. Listen,
2: I've I picked up, I picked up in university and like at the end of high, like towards like end of high school and university that I'm like. Again, I, I feel like I felt that people like hanging out with me and talking and shooting the shit and laughing and bullshitting. Right, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, people have like a, a liking to to inviting me and talking about things like, right. I, I, and I enjoy it a lot. And that and, and going through university through like again, you have to understand something like. When I met people in university, outside of university, and I tell them I'm an engineer, they're like, what? Dude, you're like the farthest. Like, you're partying here with us. You're having a great time. You're the furthest thing from an engineer. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And it never did to me. But like I said, I picked it. And I, I thought
1: that when you said that you went to college for fucking business, right? Yeah, You're like, this guy's okay.
2: a finance This guy's doing blow with the finance guys. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> dude, no, I was like it's studying. It's just pure Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, dude, I was studying engineering, but I was always fascinated <laughs> by the Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. the finance world, and that hustle, dude. I always loved the hustle. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Again, you see, I don't remember the first question. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't go back.
1: It was... Uh Oh, fuck. Oh, don't be a cunt. Don't, don't be a be cunt. cunt. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And people, oh, people enjoy talking to you and like you being out. So and I, going, yeah. I always
2: told myself, you know, coming back to you saying don't be a cunt, I always told myself, dude, I'm never going to, the job, the dream job that I get is never going to be, or where I get in life is never going to be because of my grades, because of like accolades. It's going to be like, oh shit like my boss when I interview him and I work for this company it's gonna be like dude I see myself having a beer with this fucking guy this guy's yeah. fucking awesome dude be that guy be the guy that your boss wants to have a beer with dude. and, and if that you do get that you will, the, you will get far every in job oh, 100% dude you'll be every a you'll single be a job. multi-millionaire like 100% like that's dude you wanna be that guy I wanna hang out with you that's the number one thing you could put I wish you could even write that on your on your, on your resume it's like you could have beer like yeah I'm cool to have beers so. with yeah and
1: man when they find that out dude you're set you're and set. it's like like, I have a big thing with wrestling because, like, that big truss that's over there yeah. it has a big setup curtain that we put on it and everything with our logos and all. When you walk through that and people are watching, that's your handshake, right? It's literally you're going into an interview, and I'm like, I always tell my people, I'm like, can you imagine going to a job interview, and like you look at the floor and you give them like a limp handshake? Dude, you're not get getting the that fuck, fuck out of not getting that fucking job, dude. dude
2: you ever you ever like shake someone's hand and like they grab you halfway Ugh. through? I, I just I bow down like a ballerina, like fuck off, dude. Right. Or they give you a little limp hand, dude. Get the fuck out of my. This face. is a wrestling. I can't take it seriously. Listen, dude. this is an old school oh. wrestling thing, man. And dude, like when shake I, hands like a yeah, like a man. man like look at me in the eyes, dude. Like, when, I, when I broke in wrestling, <laughs> so it was
1: this thing, and it was so fucking silly. But they'd be like. Oh, this is how you shake hands so that they know how hard you hit in the ring. What? Yeah. All right. Right. So look, this is it. Like you go shake my hand, and it's
2: dude, get the fuck out of my. I feel face. like a bitch I, I, doing my that, hand. Dude. Like I feel like chopping my hand I feel like off. Like, like a it's, bitch, so right? it's so like, <laughs> weird. <laughs> I just want to chop my hand off. Like what I got are you? Clammy. Doing? Yeah. Exactly. It's you get fucking weird. weird. Yeah.
1: And yeah. I'm like, yo, no. Like shake my hand. Like let's yeah. we're fucking gentlemen here. Yeah. Like uh, it's so it's so weird. It's too, little man. things
2: like that. People like some people just don't know. Um or or they've never been taught. Like I, again, I had my my dad was pretty like, you shake you shake hands like a man. You He's know what a I business mean, businessman. Yeah, yeah. businessman. Shake hands like a man. Um, something I picked up from my dad. And it, it's funny because like they not only did I I saw that as a kid from my dad, but I also learned it in university. They actually taught it in class. In one the class that I'm in, my girlfriend, it was uh, it's just like behavior in business. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like how to talk to people, how to shake hands, and things yeah. like that. Etiquette. And at one point, they started talking about like. Even how you walk, how you carry yourself, and I'm like, dude, like my dad has always had this walk since I'm a kid. I've noticed mm-hmm. it, dude. He walks like he owns the fucking place, but not like too cocky. You know what I mean? Just no, like, just like a MB. power walk.
1: Listen, power walk. Everywhere I go, I walk in like I fucking own the place. Exactly.
2: That's that's literally I I, it's it's so crazy. Like that's literally how I how I've lived life. Like, dude. If you walk into a place like you own it, people will believe you own it. You know what yeah. I mean? And I, I stood up in class and I told the teacher, I'm like, dude, it's, I told her this story. Like my dad has always had this power walk mm-hmm. and I've always, I adopted kind of it. You know what I mean? Like I walk, I walk into places like, again, but there's a fine line between being too co- like cocky, like all oh, this guy. Because l- people will hate l- you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, but no, there's a difference. Like, like real recognizes real. You know what yeah. I mean? I would recognize, oh, that guy's confidence. You know what right. I mean? I'm never going to be like, look at this piece of shit, who does he think he is? You know what I mean? Like, real recognizes real. There's a different, there's a fine line, but there is a difference. Like, and like,
1: the, it's so weird too, man, because a lot of times, and I get this a lot, like, I'm very confident for one, who I am as a human, yeah, to what I'm capable of. So, like, when we go to wrestling shows and shit, like, I know what I'm capable of,
2: yeah,
1: people that aren't confident. Take that as arrogance. There's
2: a little dude, I was having this exact same conversation with my girlfriend. I'm like, dude, there's a difference between being cocky and arrogant and being confident in yeah. yourself. Dude, I'm just confident in myself. Like I I love myself. I love who right. I am. I love how I talk, how I sound, how I speak to people, the jokes that I make and just because I just, I, that's the way I am, that doesn't mean that I'm cocky or American. Like, you have to be able to separate that. There's, there's, you could, I think it's people who are not, who haven't been surrounded by that enough, yeah. they can't differentiate. And they, they, they're, they're like, oh no, that's, that's, I don't like that. Like, and, like
1: so you're a beta if
2: you don't like that. Get yeah, the fuck dude. out of my face. No, like, and,
1: and like, that's, that's kind of like a, Sherbert and I went to a store the other day and uh, we walked in and he was like, man, you kind of just like, you have this, swagger about you because like I walked in the store and there was an employee there and you could just tell he was hating his fucking life that yeah. day and I'm just like what's up Migo yeah. like, exactly, you know, just-
2: I like I like so I like talking to let's say like um, waitresses mm-hmm. uh, waiters oh dude people who work shitty jobs I love kind of like saying or doing something to make Give them a little laugh or giggle, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, what's up, dude? Like, you know what I mean? Or, or something like that where they're like, oh, shit, like, hey, what's up, bro? You know what I mean? And when, But don't you hate it when they don't react back oh, and they're so bitter man. about it, dude? Yeah. Oh, my God. And nothing pisses me off. So
1: dude. I actually do this thing, <laughs> and it's fun for me. But, like, when I do that, and I because I travel a lot and stuff with wrestling, so, like, when we go somewhere and we meet a, a server and they're really cool as fuck, like, I get I love, their socials. I, I get their social media. Like, dude, I, love, I have them I, follow me on Instagram, yeah. and it builds, for one, my platform, but then, like, I'm – I'm getting content on my feed and stuff yeah. from people that are cool as shit so yeah, it, it's kind of it, like a lot of those people you just kind of and by but like dude, now I, we can connect I, you know?
2: I, there's nothing worse than like making a really funny joke till and like a joke that everyone could appreciate and they just look at you like this guy's a fucking. idiot.
1: I have a man. response for
2: that. I hate. I hate those. Mother- and I say Please it, teach I say me. it like, every time. Here's I, I what
1: I do. They go like, say I say something to you, and I'm like, I'm proud of it. Yeah. I'm like, that, da, da, da And hey, They just the look it? at me, walk away. and I go, <laughs> fuck me, right? Yeah. Like
2: every single time. Dude, that's, it a, that's. I like that, dude. That's, that's a fucking good one. Yeah, because I, I want them to know that they're yeah. assholes. Like, dude, I'm like, like ah, I guess I'll just go. Fuck and myself. everyone's just cracking up, laughing. And it's not like you made fun of them or anything. No. You really said you said something about the situation that was funny, and they just don't appreciate the joke, dude. That pisses me the fuck. a lot of times, man. So fuck me, right? I like that, dude. My, I have
1: created team culture here and all of my team like we work together we fucking they, they slay it and we all get along it's really cool and a lot of times like after shows we all got to eat and dude, that's great yeah you know, i call ahead i get it set up blah 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 blah, blah. i find out which servers are working at res- which restaurants i request certain servers that way we have a good time yeah. yeah yeah and that way for one they're making money too like we're all hey, gonna have a good, good time, time. That's yeah very important. and that's that's like nothing worse thing, than man.
2: spending money and then on food, and then like you are having a fucking awful time, dude. Fucking like, oh, time, god, dude, it's it's the bane of my existence. I in Montreal, like we had we as and it's funny because like as a kid you don't even notice this shit, but like when you get older as a man and you are making your own money and you are going out with your friends, you realize, oh, dude, that fucking waiter pissed me the fuck off. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Or this really pissed me off. So you kind of start gravitating towards restaurants and waiters that you do like. I have a buddy of mine who calls ahead of time. He's like, is, it, is that guy working here today? Okay, we can. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I I've learned to appreciate that. Of course, dude. Yeah. And like, for
1: me, I came to support my wrestling. I always worked in food industry, so like it was easy. I could make my pretty much my own schedule. Yeah, I got to have fun and bullshit. And the more fun, and if you work in food service, just a heads up, and you're listening to this, the more fun you have, the more fucking money you make.
2: Hundred percent, dude. It's, it's 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 common sense, dude. It's logic, <laughs> like, dude. If you're a cunt, you're not gonna make a dime more yeah. than what they're paying you, like. I, uh, you ever do you guys know what a melting pot is? The yeah, melting yeah, pot, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. I went to uh, the melting pot here in Columbia, amazing time, dude. The, I wanted to become friends with the fucking waiter, like, yeah. he was such a cool dude coming, laughing, interacting with us. So I thought that, oh, like that's what all what melting pot waiters do, like that's that's their thing, that it's an entertainment on top mm-hmm. of like you eating there, dude. We went to the one in Greenville with friends, and I'm so excited to take him. I'm like, dude, I had a great fucking time, dude. Uh. My friend owns. Holy Moly by the way Shout out They uh, It's like a Mexican It's a better version Of Chipotle basically Where's like, it at? It's, uh, they just They have one in Spartaburg And they opened up one In uh, Greenville Holy Moly Cool name Oh Kirk. yo
1: give me the address We'll plug that shit man Because I'm going to Greenville This week I'm going to try it
2: It's amazing They make this thing called Dude, it's like Mexican deep fried sushi. It's phenomenal. It's I'm really in. You had that. me. You had it's, me at holy. Yeah, like I was good. Like man. you
1: didn't have to pitch anything else.
2: So I'm, I take him, and I'm like, you know, so this guy knows food. That's his. That's his industry, right, dude? Like the second we get there, like the way this girl, like she was just a fucking bitch, dude. Like just, just the whole night, just like we would say something, and he would do it on purpose. He's like, go oh, check this out. Like when she comes back, I'm gonna try to like say something like to engage, engage, it. engage yeah. her, dude. And she would just like not not say anything, not nothing, dude. He gave her, I've. N- I haven't had the balls yet to give a waiter zero tip. Yeah, like even if it's a shitty service, I'll give fifteen yeah, percent. I'm no way too, man. dude. It, it like, it's I hate myself for it. I it's do like it's it really pisses me off. Cause like the, the, for the next three days, I'll be like, motherfucker, why did I give him the tip? Yeah, dude. My friend was like, Ron. I don't know how you feel about this, but I, I this is what I do. Like I work in the industry. I know what they're supposed to do and how they're supposed to behave. And I'm not giving her a fucking dime. I'm like, really? But she brought us the food right, right, right. and everything was good. Like edible wise, she's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like she's a horrible human being and I'm not going to fucking pay her a dime. And you know what? I'm doing her a favor. She's going to learn. She's yeah. going to fucking, you know what I mean? Like she's good. Like that's what people need to start doing and you should do it as well. If right. you're a shit, if you're shitty at, at, at dealing with people and bringing them food or whatever, or a service industry, you shouldn't get rewarded for that. Like you should. It's uh, it's millennial. You know what I mean? It's it's very like entitlement to it. Like, uh, you have to run into that wall of reality, like, and be like, no, you suck. You're not going to get paid. Like,
1: dude, when I was, when I got my first serving job at 16, and it was kind of like one of those things. Like, I I remember the first table that I got. It's so weird. But I remember like taking them the book and it saying tip on it. And it was like five bucks. And I was like, Right, so I'm making three an hour. That was one table, five bucks. I'm at eight an hour. it's crazy. I'm about man. to slay this shit. You know, and I started fucking yeah. rocking tables and making good, good money, man. And I uh, dude, I got to a point when I was living in Atlanta, I uh I ran a bar, but the way the guy ran it was the managers would bartend. So I would manage and make like 12 bucks an hour managing and then make money and then bartending and bring home four or $500 a fucking dude, night.
2: That's kind of my, I wouldn't say my dream job, but I feel like if I, B, you'd smash bro, it, dude, I'd fucking have the best time. You'd dude. smash like, it. And it's
1: so simple. Like a lot of people get caught up in it and they're like, Oh, bartender, you got to remember these drinks and this fuck and off, dude, dude, you don't like, give a shit about the drinks. Like, yeah, like most the,
2: of the drink, the drinks are
1: the least important part of the night.
2: They're just having a gr- want to have a fun time, dude. dude and yeah. like
1: a lot of times it's, you know, you're fucking pouring beers or you're fucking, you know, like people won't. Uh, Red Bull and Vodka or some shit like that. And do you need
2: a license to bartend in South Carolina? Or how does that work? Or no.
1: Anything? No. You don't have to do shit, I man. Think,
2: I think I want to meet a bartender, like a, a owner of a bar, and just be like, dude, just let me bartend one night, like for free. Like, yeah. let me just do it. Like, and like,
1: the thing is, the thing with it is, like, uh, I went to, <laughs> I didn't know. I, in Greenville, there was this fucking bartending school. And I went to it and paid my money and sure. fucking did it, whatever. Got my little certificate. And I was like, "All right, well, I'll go to a bar. I want a bartender. And I'll show them this certificate, and I'm on." Right. Like laugh your
2: ass. And they're like, <laughs> "Laugh you out the place." No, what the fuck is this? I go fuck.
1: Yeah, they didn't give a fuck. And like, I was like, "Oh," I was like, "Well, how do I get in bartending?" And they're like, "Well, you got to work here for a while." And da da da. So when I went to Atlanta and I'd been serving for a bit, I got on there as a server, moved my way up, and I was like, "Oh man, this is fucking easy is money." Easy money
2: dude. My dad used to. My dad moved. He went one summer to party, like mm-hmm. in Israel. His so my mom is Israeli, but on my dad's side, he's Canadian, but his parents are Israeli too. Okay. So he would visit. He would go to Israel every like a lot of summers where his uncle was there. Well, had an apartment, and he would just do like party all, all party in Israel. Dude, he would melt his fucking face off, like just have the best time of his life. And there was one summer in specific where he had a job promised to him at the end of the summer. Went fucking crazy all summer. Girls, this party, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then ran out of money, had the job lined up. And when he goes to the, he goes to, I think it was a hotel or something. He goes there and he asks for the guy. Like, hey, so this guy I know has promised me a job. He's like, oh, yeah, that guy doesn't work here anymore. <laughs> like, you're fucked. Uh... You know what I mean? It's like, dude, I don't have a dime to my name. I'm in Israel. Like, what the fuck do I do? And he's walking down the street and he's like, he sees like the biggest hotel in Israel, the Hilton, goes into it and starts asking, like, hey, what do I, like, I want to work here. They were like, "Oh, well, we're actually having interviews right now." Sit, sat down, and in Israel, like again, everyone has to do mandatory army service, mm-hmm. right? When you when you graduate high school, men have to do three years, women have to do two years. So they're all trained, like everyone. In, when you when you land in Israel, everyone's trained in the art of war. Mm-hmm. They're all like the baddest motherfuckers alive. That's it's crazy. fucking insane, It's dude. crazy, dude. I'll tell you a little bit more about Israel after this story, but they he went in, sat down, and there's a bunch of soldiers there also, like waiting to be interviewed. They interview everyone, and then they interview him. And the guy was like a little bit of a smart ass. He's like, why the, so, oh, Miss Dove Zipper from, from Canada. He's like, why should I hire you instead of like one of these guys who just served for his country? You know what I mean? He's like, listen, you're not a social worker. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like like, you want the best guy for the job and I'm that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll kill, you know I'm like, I'll crush for you. Okay. Well, I will be in touch. Dude, I didn't even have a phone in the apartment. He gave the phone of his uncle who had to call a neighbor and they, they called him and the guy was on the phone. He's like, yeah, um, Dove Zipper, you're. You're the only one whose name I remember just come to the fucking job. Yeah. And uh, he started off being a waiter and dude, he was like, dude, like I was crushing. Like again, they want right. extra sauce? I'll give him that fucking extra yeah. sauce, dude. Just extra gravy, extra this. I'll be like, don't worry, I got you. I'll give you an extra side on. You know what I mean? Like just dude. the hustle and dude, he would come home to my mom who we started dating at the time with like a stack of money and be like, look, you know what I mean? And did that I those little stories that he would tell me growing up, I, it kind of like I picked Good. up on that and get those lessons. You know what I mean? Like, dude, just be, give, give it your all at every fucking job you have and like it will work out. You know what I'm saying? So
1: I hear so many people, man, like they, you know, oh, well, my dad did this. My dad worked at a mill. So like I'm probably gonna work at a mill, especially growing up in like Travis Rest and shit like that. Fuck like, that. Dude, all, break dude, the mold. You know, know what I'm saying? Like yeah, not for me, man. <laughs> no, like I, I got my grandfather owns like a grading business. He's done this shit since he was like 15. I mean, grading Like, business. um, uh, like tractor work and stuff, like digging for okay, the cool. lines and all that fuck that yeah. for one it's way too goddamn hot here to be out there in the sun all day doing that shit and two like it's just not interesting to me like i would fuck i would that. just go and walk into traffic like it's that's not exactly. for me another thing i can't sit at a desk all day like in a cubicle yeah no i jump out a window like i just you can't can kill do yourself 100 yeah.
2: it's not it's again it's not healthy for 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 me at least like i, I and I, even, I,
1: don't get don't get me wrong i understand that some people that is for them and that's fucking awesome. I'm so I'm, glad you found your calling.
2: Sometimes, like, I'm jealous of the people who could kind of, like, do little things like that because it's yeah. like, oh, dude, if it works for you, amazing, dude. Like, I'm, I'm jealous of how how you could do that, right? And, right. like, you just don't require so much craziness in your life. Like, me, it's always been, like, I need madness in the life. And you know t- what I mean, like, the sa- even in the sales, like, yeah. I, I was walking around, headphone in my thing, bullshitting, laughing, and, like, I needed a little chaos. You know what I mean?
1: And, like, I'm a I'm a dabbler, man. It's so, like, I, I have a screen print business. We have, a, like, a custom... Uh, cups and crafts business i like doing this podcast i like to wear tights and pretend to fight with my friends like I, I you know man i
2: got all this shit that i really <laughs> I love, like to when do you break it down like that it's hilarious
1: yeah dude. and like but man <laughs> listen i pay all my fucking bills doing what i want to do i pay sherbert for fucking because i wear tights and sell t-shirts with my face on them That's you know amazing. what i mean like i get to do that instead of sitting in an office so like and I've had a couple of guests on it, and I've said it a couple of times. I'm gonna say it again. I'm probably gonna say it a lot more episodes after this. Find your fucking passion, dude, Yeah. Find what you want or to or give do. it a
2: shot at least. You know dude, what I'm saying, Yeah. Because not again. When so a lot of when I, mean, when I hear a lot of people say that, right? It's like find your passion. It's like, dude, not everyone ha- had the chance to find their right. passion. You know what I mean? Sometimes it went right over them, or they never even got that experience, right? But shoot a shot, dude. Like if you're able to, like I said. I'm, I was 26, no strings attached. I didn't have anything holding me down. Yeah. Fuck it. I took the leap of faith. And, dude, like I said, I lived a very comfortable, good life. Like, yeah. I had everything I wanted. Great city of Montreal, dude. Dude, I was, you know, I'm, I met my girlfriend before, her young, single. Like, I had my friends who were making good money as mm-hmm. well. And just, dude, that life was really, really good. But like I said, dude, easy things don't make money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you got to you gotta just do it, like, that's what I did and that's what I would recommend. And it's, now look know? at you, man. You
1: live on the Swamp Rabbit Trail.
2: There you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, by the way, Sherbert pulled it up a minute ago on here. Our Google search history after this episode is gonna be so fucking weird. <laughs> it's like hairy tornado, Harry holy tornado. moly. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh
2: yeah, we can take a piss break. You don't have to mouth it. We, we,
1: yeah, I do this every episode. It's like yeah, oh, no, I, don't I don't know, take
2: a I don't piss know. Break. how do I announce to everyone, hey, I got to take a piss. Let's put a. Uh, we we
1: had one episode with a buddy of mine, the first episode, and uh, he was like, I'm gonna take a piss break. Just say nice things about me while I'm gone. That was literally <laughs> how we did. But now we'll hilarious. take a break and we'll jump back
2: in. Sounds good. That's awesome.
0: Hey everybody, it's Sherbert. Uh, while Ron and Ethan are taking a piss break, I'm gonna bring you the Patreon piss break uh starting for just five dollars a month you can support this podcast and you can support ethan and i on this journey uh for five access you get a follow friday one day early access to the podcast you can also join for higher tiers you get more rewards and next week ethan and i will be releasing an episode of a watch along of Starcade 1990 it's the first pay-per-view ethan members watching as a kid and it'll be the first time i ever watched it so you'll get our thoughts and our commentary on it um and pop up your network and you can watch along with us. Have a good time. Also, if you are the first to subscribe to our Patreon, you get a free shirt regardless of your tier. So do yourself a favor, head over to patreon.com slash Studies and get exclusive content. No, seriously, go. Like, I'm not going to resume this podcast. I have the power. I'm not going to resume it until you head over and subscribe. I'll wait. Like, I will. Better. All right. Ethan's getting mad, so I'm just going to hit play now.
1: Patriarch case studies. All right. Completely refreshed. We'll just start from scratch. Uh, we were kind of feel light, dude. I feel yeah, ready to yeah, go. Yeah. I want to wrestle in there or something? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you can jump in, dude. I'll show you. I dude, got you. Please. Bro.
2: I was about to ask him, like, dude, can I fuck around in there for a bit? <laughs> yeah,
1: I got you, man. Uh, I just got you sound a waiver, and we're, we're solid. Yep, yeah, yeah. After you. that, as long as you can promise you're not gonna sue me and take my building to Sounds store like pallets, like we're for good. I won't. I won't. Uh, <laughs> Do
2: people know that? By the way, there's literally a wrestling ring right next to us. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's the Palmetto Wrestling Academy. Uh, if if they if they're listening to this and don't know about the Palmetto Wrestling Academy, I fuck suck them. at my job. Like. <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> fuck them. Yeah, my fucking my my PR guy needs to get on this. Sherbert. I am not the PR guy. Uh you're kind of everything. Yeah, so everything, dude. Uh, that's like uh we were my business partner walked in one day and the reason this whole this whole thing started, him and my Sherbert and my training assistant were sitting there and my guy just walks in and goes oh nice to see Dick Hole and Sherbert are in here just like fucking around and the other guy goes Dibs on Dick Hole so Justin just immediately became Sherbert. that's literally okay how wait that so started.
2: that's what cuz you're calling him Justin and Sherbert. so I'm like what the fuck is going on here what yeah, is yeah, it yeah that's just is a nickname that's so yeah nickname. yeah so like it, it literally <laughs> that's picked that's how up. it started yeah
1: it picked up just from my business partner coming in and fucking with him I'm Dick Hole this is Sherbert. Yeah that's exactly awesome. and then we <laughs> we had the moment where they do a little pocket. they're going to do a little podcast thing together and he was like, um, so I'm really building my resume. I don't think it should be called Dick Hole and Sherbert. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of the podcast. Yeah, Dick exactly. Hole and I think so too. That's awesome. Popular demand, Justin. If,
3: if it wasn't
0: like, if I had already had a career and I was set, yeah, it would be. It's like
2: <laughs> you're, not fam- you're not famous enough to call it Dick, Dick yeah, Hole <laughs> and Sherbert. Not, you're not at that level to be able to get away <laughs> with Dick Hole and that's Sherbert so, yet. I love I, it. I get that. Um, Eventually, maybe do like a Eventually. a spinoff, like yeah. so the Dick Hollinger yeah. season two. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Eight years in the making, yeah. Dick Hollinger. <laughs> so let's talk about this because uh, it kind of got brought up just now uh, in our little break, and I want to talk about it. Um, I didn't realize the store here in Columbia that's doing really well. You opened during the fucking pandemic,
2: dude. We're sick in the head, like that. Like <laughs> it's literally, yeah. it, it's, We're literally mad. Um, the thought process behind that was, it was you know I could have we. We wanted to open up. We when we got into this, we we knew we weren't only going to be a mom and pop shop. There's no way that I'm dropping my life. There's no way that everyone's investing what they invested to just make one store. That's right. not. We re, we've always wanted, you know, have a few of them. Uh, no certain you know set amount, but yeah, yeah, yeah. eventually grow. Um, so even after like three four months where we were doing really well, we were like, dude, we should open up one right away. And I was like, let's tone that down a bit. In February, we kind of started looking into new buildings, and boom. Epidemic hit, pandemic hits. Um, we had to close the store for like a month and a half. Um, thank God, dude, the state of South Carolina just doesn't give a fuck, dude. dude. They're like, they're so pro pro business. I love yeah. it. They're like, oh, wait, okay, you know what? Yeah, we closed things down for two weeks. Let's open back up everything, yep. dude. And it was, uh, that was, dude, that was a godsend. It was great. I was going insane in my house for a month and a half. Like, fuck that, dude.
1: And see, you're so lucky with that, man, because, like, with me, Dude. we can't socially distance really cause I mean it's a fucking contact sport you see
2: but like in Spartanburg they're not as crazy about it like yeah. I, I heard that in Columbia and still now dude like here dude I think in Spartanburg like <laughs> people are not so crazy about the whole mass situation mm-hmm. like dude here dude nobody religion, nobody dude. wears them in Greenville dude yeah no one no one. It, here, here it's religion dude dude I always thought like oh when we open up the store doing this whole fucking pandemic I'm gonna have problems like mm-hmm. trying to enforce it and the government's gonna come after me or whatever dude like i could i could count with one hand how many times a week someone comes without a mask and yeah. we have free masks available for them by the way government <laughs> um <laughs> um so it, it it was really interesting, but yeah, dude. I to be honest, so we put it on the back burner, and then, dude, I was going crazy in my house after a month and a half, and I'm like, I'm fucking bored, dude. Fuck this. Let's open up a second store. I don't give a fuck. Like, who cares? Like, you know, let's balls to the wall, yeah. dude, dude. And we thought about it. It's like, dude, our 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 store should be pre- like recession proof, right? Like, yeah. we're selling shit for six dollars or less. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, there, there should be no reason why we shouldn't do good. The only thing that may hold us back is. Again, the fact that people are scared to to go together and be inside a store with other people, but dude, like, dude, I love you, South Carolina, dude. You just don't <laughs> give, you just don't give a fuck, oh, no, dude. Man. I love it, dude. Welcome they to the don't, South, dude. They don't care, dude. I, dude, Carolina. You
1: think this is something? Go to fucking like Galveston, Texas. Yeah, dude. I oh. heard
2: Texas is kind of like similar vibe. They just don't give a fuck. Dude.
1: Zero fucks given, dude. dude I, we went to vacation there. I love that attitude, there.
2: though. Like, I kind of like that, like. Like, that mentality, it's like, dude, dude, no, 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 fuck that, dude, pro-business, yeah. pro-like, pro-like, let's-get-ahead-in-life, like, fuck yeah. it, fuck all the noise, you know what I mean?
1: I went to vacation in Texas about a month dying into to go, the pandemic, dude. dude. I'm dying to go. And, like, Galveston's cool, because it's a little beach town in the Gulf, and it's nice, and we get there, and, man, the little town, my aunt and uncle live there, and we were kind of staying with them, so, like, the little town they live in is a little outside of Galveston, like, you gotta take a ferry to get to Galveston, sure. but where we were was outlaw fucking country, dude, like, i saw i didn't see a single cop the whole fucking time i was there it was just they ran their own thing and like it's a little island man and but like nobody was wearing masks you pull up on the beach and like you can park your car on the beach and like tailgate out of your car and like just yeah nobody gave a fuck about any of it restaurants no mask like it was fucking crazy dude but like you know, being in the, I guess, I, I don't know if Columbia is because it's a capital thing. I or, think it's
2: more because, like, like they're expe- it's the government, so they're, like, expected to, yeah. like, be a little bit more strict than everywhere else. You know what I mean? And like, just, for sh- a, just for show. Let's the thing is,
1: downtown Columbia, man, there's a major college. There's a major university right in downtown. Yeah, it's like, crazy. And, you know, that's where yeah. Sherbert goes. And, like, the, even, like, I used to work downtown. It's a ghost town now.
2: Dude, maybe that influenced on my decision to move here. So when I opened up the store, like I like I told you off the air, I was like, you know, I wanted to – again, I didn't, I'd never been to Columbia. So I was like, dude, Columbia, the capital? It mm-hmm. must be fucking crazy, dude. I'm going to go check it out. Like, maybe move there. And I got an Airbnb for three weeks. Dude, like, <laughs> no, definitely yeah. not, dude. <laughs> Greenville's the ticket dude, in South Carolina, it was – yeah, I – Again, I and I gave it a shot, and I I don't know. It feels like I've talked to people here, and even they're, like, not too crazy about Colombia. The uh,
0: the reason a little history lesson why Colombia is the capital is because, like, back when the colonies were being established, Colombia is in the middle of the state. Okay. Easy access to everyone. Easy. Everyone could come to the middle. Okay. uh, Good to
1: know. So with me, I love Colombia because traveling— I can access it, yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. We have that an aer- when We have a nice airport. Yeah. Uh, if I need Do to get Do you hit, have an airport here? Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Which one? What's it called?
1: It's a Columbia Metropolitan. Metropolitan. Yeah. Okay. It's a little smaller than GSP. Yeah. But GSP is a nice airport. But yeah.
2: It's, but it's annoying to fly out of here in the yeah. state, dude. It's like, fuck, dude. Like here, I'll, I, I, I want it to go to Miami. Dude, I have to go to like, like either go to Charlotte and then go to mm-hmm. Miami or like go to Atlanta and then go to Miami. And it's they don't like, have a direct from GSP? No, dude. Really? And if, if they, no, I don't think they do. And if they do, it's like 300 bucks. But if you drive oh, three hours to Atlanta, it's 60. It's yeah, like, what the fuck, dude? It's crazy. Yeah. Dude. It's weird. It's awkward.
1: Um, somehow Columbia flights are cheaper than GS. I'll look flights. into so, that. It's really yeah. weird. Um, but yeah, so like going back and forth, we were talking about, um, Damn, I had something just then too. You were
2: living in the middle of Columbia because you're. Oh yeah, Texas. I like because
1: I'm central to because like I wrestle in Charlotte, I wrestle in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, you know my my parents and stuff live in like the Greenville Asheville area, so like we take the kids up there and stuff like that. So like I like it because of my location. I also you're an hour like away it. from everything. Like. I also like it because none of my family lives here. <laughs> <You> <laughs> it's know like you they? guys are where? Okay, I'm the yeah, opposite. Yeah, yeah, And you know, like uh, I had the opportunity to open up the school here, man, and just kind of jumped in and like I like it as a town yeah, you know, it's got some hustle and bustle to it, but it's not overbearing. And because I lived in Atlanta for fucking four years, so I, and I'm solid.
2: Uh, I don't know anything about Atlanta, so it's, uh, what's that like?
1: Uh, Greenville times ten.
2: Jesus, so like yeah, intense. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Dude. Intense. Yeah, Atlanta.
1: It might be it might be a higher number than that. Like Atlanta gets pretty nuts. Okay. Um, I'm gonna tell you one thing though. You and I kind of talked about sports and everything. So like, I know you like. Uh, do you like hockey?
2: It's no, like I said, no. I grew up in the Dominican Republic. Not much hockey. So, there, like, even you know being in
1: Montreal didn't get the the no, hockey bug. Any? No? no,
2: not really. My dad, again, he grew up in Montreal, so he's balls. You know, loves hockey.
1: Look at that shit, real quick, man. Fucking Atlanta population is half a million people, it's, and it's, that was that was two. But years that's ago. a lot
2: to you, you see? Because like, I look at that and I'm like, that's not. That's, that seemed like a lot.
1: I don't know. That's a pretty high number. Like
2: there's, Montre- three,
1: there's three of us in the room, so that seems yeah, like a pretty high number. it is a pretty high number,
2: I guess. <laughs> But uh yeah, no, never got into hockey. My yeah. dad is like and grew up playing hockey. Um but I never never took a lucky. But I've been to hockey games and yeah. dude, I get it. Well like, I'll tell you what, dude, when, hockey when, when, games are when all this shit clears up, <coughs> you and
1: I do we need to get together and go to a swamp rabbit game. Yeah. It's a minor league hockey team in yeah, Greenville. And they are
2: hype. So South Carolina, they they like hockey here. No, or no, too, just or? Greenville or just Greenville. Just Greenville. They have the because <laughs> they, they have that
1: big fucking arena. So they got to do something, that's, man. But yeah, like, yeah, the Swamp Rabbits. Look at that logo. That's awesome. Uh, but and they're pretty good. So like they're the games like a, they're are like a rocking. thing. Yeah, dude, yeah. Dude, yeah. I've
2: been to hockey games and dude, like I got lucky enough to get like my dad got tickets. To sit really close to like the the wall of the fence or whatever, uh-huh. dude, like hearing two three men smash against Bro. that wall and you're so close to it, dude, is fucking insane. It. Crazy. I don't get it. It's kind of like crazy, it's like
1: UFC dude. for me. We talked yeah. about UFC a bit, it's Uf- like,
2: dude. It's literally UFC on with yeah. my skates. Like, could you
1: imagine trying to skate dude, and crazy. fucking fight somebody? Yeah, it's like, nuts. It's nuts. No, no
2: no you're a special human being. Like,
0: those athletes have like a twenty year. career like hockey's one of those sports where like they have a much longer you're career. around for a while and you wouldn't
2: think they would yeah i yeah, know like football, fi- like, average career is like eight years dude yeah. yeah you'd think that in hockey like oh they're tearing their knees apart right with the skating and everything yeah. and falling awkwardly no no not at all and the con- it's uh, like what 40 year old me. men just and they're just there because like they could beat the shit out of everyone else yeah and
1: the, the thing that amazes me is their control on the ice yeah. like i don't i don't get it because i can't ice skate with a shit
2: it's uh it's a dude, you just grow up with it it's yeah like, but it's like learning how to ride a bike like right. I, I remember going on the ice for the first time in my life, dude, it was the most horrifying fucking mm-hmm. thing ever. I had to give you like this thing this like bar, like a you, walker, yeah, like a walker, like an yeah. old lady. And I'm walking with it, trying not to die. And then these little kids are like skating backwards, laughing at me, like five year old kids. Like, so yeah, it's a thing you just grew up with.
1: And like, uh, see, I grew up
2: in baseball. I Dominican Republic. Yes. Yeah. That's all. Now, it is. Have you been to a drive game yet? A what? A drive game. No, what is that? So
1: in Greenville, they have floor field and it's right in downtown. So it's probably not that far from where actually where you're It's staying.
2: the Boston Red Sox. Affiliates. Boston Red Sox.
1: So what it is though, it's a, it's a it's a scale of Fenway. So they have the big green wall oh, That's and everything. Drastic. Yeah, it's fucking sweet. And the drive games are fun, man. Like it's a it's a good time.
2: I'll give you a funny story about baseball. So I grew up in the Dominican in a town called San Pedro de Macoris. San Pedro de Macoris is. Like, it's
1: the only time I've heard you have an accent this whole time, man. Like, dude,
2: I can speak full, like I speak full blown Spanish. Really? Like, yeah, pero claro, hermano, yo hablo perfectamente español. And it's funny because like I'm white as shit, right? Like I look, vi- I have a red beard, so like when I speak Spanish and Latinos look at me, they freak yeah. out, dude. Like, they got
1: the big green wall right there, That's awesome, and dude. it's right in downtown, man. It's fucking badass. I looked at an
2: apartment close to this thing. Like it's, it's pretty. It's it's a nice it's,
1: spot. It's so funny. These apartments here, uh, they have an apartment building that lines left field, and uh, in the uh, rent for that place they charge you for every game <laughs> so, so it's essentially like, even if you're not there you get charged, charged. for tickets to the game because you have your best watching. seat in the house man. that's yeah.
2: hilarious dude um, yeah dude so growing up in the Dominican Republic that was like the thing baseball dude like I grew up playing baseball since I was like 5-6 years old uh, it's life you know what I mean it's all baseball all the time. There's no like Oregon as growing up as a kid, there's no other there's not many options but to play baseball. Right. So there's you'll I've never met a Dominican who has not played baseball at one point in their life. Yeah. It's just a thing. Um so grow, I grew up in some place called San Pedro de Macorís, if you know baseball and you know a little bit about the Dominican, that's like the hotbed yeah. of baseball players coming from the Dominican. Alfonso Soriano, Sammy Sosa, Robinson Cano, and now Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. Dude, I know Fernando Tatis Jr. Like I grew really? up with him as a kid. My mom is best friends with his mom. He So my mom started a, a baseball team in the Dominican, a charity, mm-hmm. and my dad's company you know gave, right. gave money to fund it and she would, we would give practice to the kids for free, equipment, sports, everything, and I played for that team. And he played for that team. Oh, cool. So shit. his dad was a famous. well, Dad's a uh, base, major league baseball player too. He brought his kid, and we've been family friends since since we're kids. So it's crazy. I'm like five years older than him, but he would he I would play. Let's say the 13, 14 year old. That was my age group, mm-hmm. and then he would be nine and ten. And dude, like he would play, and I knew I knew this. I know him. Like I, I speak to him. Like this is a, a little kid that yeah. I grew up with, and he's a little shit in my you know what I mean in my in my view. Right, right, right. And dude. Time went on. He started playing serious baseball, dude. a kid gets signed for like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for the White Sox. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, dude, he's like a little shit. Yeah. Like, but he's not. Like, now he's six foot something. He's yeah, huge, yeah, 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 dude. And then, then I hear that again. You understand? Like, my mom is like, like his mom and my mom are, are go to each other's houses. Like, he best friends. Like, they literally invite her to come see him and hang out and trips and everything. So she's the really the close one. Um, so. One day we hear, oh, yeah, he's number two prospect in all of Major League Baseball, double AA, A, triple A. It's like the kids are going to blow up. That's insane. Dude, they they put him up to San Diego Padres. Dude, and now he's the fucking the face guy. of baseball. Yeah. He's the man. Yeah. Dude, This guy, I went to the Dominican. Last time I went was in December, right? I like going every holiday for, to hang out with the family. Dude, my mom's like, oh, yeah, dude. We're Jewish, by the way. I don't know if I want to pick that up no. from the whole Israeli thing. Like, um, He's like, oh, yeah, by the way, Fernando's, Fernando, Fernando, Junior's coming for for Hanukkah for, to our house. I'm like, and again, and in my mind, I'm like, that's fucking insane, yeah. dude. Like, this kid is in line to make a th- to sign for three hundred million dollars, dude. Came to my house Hanukkah. We put him a, a little yarmulke. It's called. We had prayers. Yeah. We had a buffet. We had laughed and had a good time. And he was just there. And I'm just like, chilling. and just chilling. And in the beginning, it was like, oh my god, this is it's so crazy because like you're having normal conversations with him and laughing, shooting shit. But then you you deep in your mind, you're like, holy fuck, like this right. guy is the face of Major League Baseball. So. And he's like, it's so what have wildly. you been up to? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> and it's like, oh
1: well, actually, I'm moving to South Carolina. In, I'm gonna open this fucking pallet. <laughs> it's insane
2: because I'm telling him this. We had already opened the store. It was like yeah. three months open. And I'm telling him about the store. And He's fascinated by it too. He was like, oh, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. But again, in my mind, it's like I'm telling him about the cool like AirPods that you could find in my face. It's like Dude, this guy has fucking and like Ferraris and, like, and shit. And then he'd be like, so,
1: what, so what have you been doing?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what have you been up to, by the way? Like, I don't know. Like, I hear you're you're, you're healthy. You're good, right? Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Are, are you still playing? you still playing ball? Yeah, <laughs> dude, that, would, dude, that, that would have been so funny. Like, That's hilarious.
1: I got a friend of mine, man, that um, he played football for fucking... Look up how long Quinn Ojinako Ogin- played football. How do
0: you spell that? Yeah. Not how do you
1: spell that? Exactly. Okay. Just look up moose. <laughs> that's the easier way to do it. Uh, he wrestles with us now, man, and I met him through wrestling. But he played he played football for I, don't know, I think it was like ten or eleven years.
2: Like legit NFL football? Yeah, NFL,
1: or? playing for the Patriots and shit. Yeah, Motherfucker played for the Pats, dude. Yeah, that's dude. crazy. Uh, he played for the Pats. He played for the Falcons. He played for I know he went to Syracuse. That's wild. That's where he dude. went to college. But like, he is that is not Quinn. <laughs>
2: that's not Moosey. That's like Disney Moose. Who?
1: <laughs> <laughs> What is Moose's real name from Step Up? Is that what you looked up?
0: I said Moose's real name.
1: <laughs> there he is. Uh yep, yeah. Sakenojinaka.
2: So oh, Ojinaka. Yeah. Is he Japanese or No, no,
1: no. They um him and I got a buddy who, whose name is Sesu Uha. They're all uh like I think Ugandan. I think that's what they said.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. The first time I the first time he said it to me. But he was like, just call me Moose, man. Just call
2: me Moose. Like, <laughs> He saw the shock in your face, and you're like, Moose. Let's see. Uh, yeah, click right there. Um, he has own Wikipedia, so he must be legit.
1: Yeah. Well, he's a big deal in wrestling now, too, man. Really? So, uh,
2: is that like? A, it seems like a common theme, the whole football to wrestling uh, situation.
1: Yep. So, let's see. He did four years at the Falcons, a year at the Pats, a year at the Rams, a year at the Colts, and another year at the Rams. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. And... When he got out, man, like, because he did, was that four, five, six, seven, seven years, he was getting, like, after, like, so many years, you start getting, uh like, base pay. They call it, I think it's, like, legend play pay or something like that. Like, vet pay. That's what it is. It's vet pay. And you get a base, and it's, like, $900,000. It's, like, the minimum you can make a year. <laughs> I'm good with that. Yeah, like, no shit, dude. Yeah. I'm, like, i <laughs> will take a quarter of that. Yeah, like. I was, like, I should have stuck with baseball. Yeah, fuck. And then, uh, you know, he... He came in and you hear that and it's like he's an NFL guy, da 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 da. And I, the wrestling school that I was working at in Atlanta at the time, uh, I was training there, and they were like, "Oh, we got this NFL guy coming in." I'm like, "Fucking great!" <laughs> and he came in and he was the nicest. Dude okay,
2: in the world, so you, when you hear that, you're like, "Oh, he's probably a fucking yeah, dude. yeah." Is that like a past experience thing? Where yeah, you're like, really? yeah, just dealing with guys that come in from other stuff
1: and they automatically think they're better and, and this and the other. And this is something I've been busting my ass at, and then you know he he was really fucking cool we're really fucking close and like that's awesome dude yeah like he uh what do
2: you ask him i've invited him for the podcast
1: no not yet. Yeah, he's because he's busy as shit man oh, okay. like um, the number like the number two wrestling company in the country he's their champion really okay. yeah he's like there so guy. he's up there like yeah and it's always so funny because i have some matches of me and him and he's like you know six seven Three
2: hundred twenty pounds, and I'm fucking 5'8". <laughs> you know, like so. There's people who, for a living, scout wrestlers, and they're like, yeah. like, I, this is I know you're gonna be good. Like that's yeah, what they do. That's pretty, pretty crazy. Dude.
1: Yeah, and a lot of times, like stuff like this, like they, uh, if you if you ever watch any like documentary on like wrestlers, especially from the '80s and stuff, either they got they met somebody through playing football in college or playing pro football, or they met them at a gym. That's wild, dude. Yeah, and they just like, oh, go, why don't you
2: come here and wrestle? I know under the Giant is from Montreal.
1: Yeah, big Montreal yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of guy like Canadian guys. that are like, uh, you're a little young, but you missed out on Dino Bravo, man. No idea. That was the guy. Yeah, he was the fucking guy.
2: Dino Bravo. I feel like some of my dad would know.
1: Probably. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, i Yeah, if your dad, Dino if Bravo. your dad was alive, yeah, much because like that, that's always a cool thing to me too. Because like you hear stuff like that, and it's like, oh, even people that aren't into wrestling know who no. these people. Like, no, you don't have to be into wrestling, but you know who Ric Flair is. Dude, you know who. You Hulk know what
2: Kogan really is. pisses me off when like people just don't know wrestling like 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 for example when i go you know like everyone knows the rock right yeah and when i like make a joke and i you know the millions and millions and like my girlfriend doesn't understand it's like dude that fucking pisses me off like you need to understand like you need to know the basics of wrestling Like, you need to know who stone cold is you You need to know who like (laughs) the rock is you need to know these things so like when i make jokes about it you fucking understand (laughs) is that dude i'm gonna tell you something great have you ever seen
1: stone cold's fucking like reality show the he has a recent, a recent one, no? Yeah, like he puts them through obstacle courses yeah, yeah. and shit. Yeah, it's badass. I love Stone Cold, dude. He's fucking hey, he just awesome, sits there, go cool. run through that like, ice yeah. bath. Yeah. like I fucking love that shit, man. I
2: have, a, I had a guy who at work who used to like emit, like do like, An like Stone Cold. Like, Hell yeah, yeah just, I love Stone Cold. Stone it's awesome, so
1: funny, man. Like uh, I get people in here, and the, the here is the worst thing: having people come in here wanting to be wrestlers and they've seen wrestling before
2: that's i'd probably come it's in it's so like, hard dude it's <laughs> they probably come with like their own like persona already and they're well, like
1: that and what they think wrestling is and then it's almost like they're they're trying to imitate something that's being imitated already so it's like really hard so is that them. what you
2: would you would recommend just come and like just clean slate just you know nothing and just come in like like dude if
1: i could do the men in black thing and just like just erase erase, every, erase everything
2: erase that's probably what you tell them no erase yeah. everything you know about wrestling like i'm to you know
1: i try that's i have wrestling. one guy actually he's coming tonight and he gets so mad at me cuz my my top thing in class is the least important part of wrestling is wrestling cuz it's a show man there's yeah, a, there's me. a big entertainment factor that goes yeah. into this and every time i say it like he breaks out in hives he's like ah, it's, wrestling. it's wrestling 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 <laughs> that's yeah. what i want to do <laughs> i call him memphis mike man he's just like <laughs> he's like ah, i'm pretty sure the wrestling part's important I'm like i'm not saying that it's not important like, it's, it's just not the most yeah. important yeah. Like,
2: how uh, many, like how many i'm like how many People have been like famous from the WWE or whatever that have that are not known for the wrestling. They're just known for the shit talking and the bullshitting, yeah. right? Like
1: yeah. The Rock, oh, like I mean, like the fucking like, Rock, dude. like the like.
2: managers or whatever, any one of the people yeah. who are around the actual wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, and it's kind of like one of those things. Like, like say, say
1: like The Rock. He didn't get movie roles because he was really good at arm drags. He's the most
2: electrifying <laughs> man, yeah, dude. He's like, fucking charismatic. Dude, I love the Rock. Stone
1: Cold, like. dude. Same thing. Like Stone Cold. Like if you watch his matches, they're they're actually pretty basic, and it's because he didn't have to do a lot. Yeah. He didn't have to be flying off the fucking top all the time and doing all this crazy shit. Yeah. Because his character made you go, ah, I this love guy's the about to fuck character. shit up."
2: Yeah. Who's your? Uh, you have a favorite wrestler? Uh,
1: growing up, mine was Sting. But yeah. like, all right, so I'm. I'm six years older than you, but like it's different eras. Though, yeah. Yeah. So this thing that I grew up on was like face paint, face paint, Yeah, Venice beach. Like he was all neon colors and shit, but like he always had a moment every match where he turned to gear up and like I do that. Yeah. I'm. And I, that's, that's something good. I've really like focused on.
2: How I got into wrestling as a kid was I used to go to summer. I used to go to Montreal every summer mm-hmm. and I used to watch like go to summer camp and there was this counselor there. His name's John. Dude, he was like in love with wrestling. Like he was the the counselor, so like every like he was like the leader kind of. So he every activity we would do would be kind of wrestling based. For example, we would play like a card game, right? And like we would do like a tournament and the winner of the tournament was the heavyweight champion of the world. You know what nice. I mean? I got the heavyweight title and then like we'd do another tournament. You have the intercontinental title and everything was Hell wrestling yeah. based. And dude, when he told us and he would talk to us about wrestling, he's like, yo, watch Raw tomorrow. And I'm like a 10-year-old kid, fuck yeah, I'm going to watch Raw tomorrow. Right. And he had like a belt and he brought the like the replica belt to the, dude, it was just like, he really- That's fun. Dude, it was awesome, dude. It was That's fucking so great. Like I said, everything, all the little games, everything was like, I, dude, I got, I got the intercontinental title in this game. Like, I'm the king, and then we would play each other. So, he really That's, brought a lot of uh, wrestling into. Um, that was my fucking guy. That was your sting. Okay.
1: Yeah. Everybody knows Black and White Sting. Black and White Sting, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, that sting right there, neon paint and everything. That's
2: your sting. Cool. <sighs> dude, dude, I it was liked. So intense. I liked. I was big on. Again, I, I was the Jeff Hardy, Ed Hardy version one days. Yeah. Um. What's we just good? talked about
1: Jeff Hardy and like extensively yesterday. Yeah. About his music. Eddie like, Guerrero days, yeah. Rey
2: Mysterio, dude. Like, dude, I, I love the Dudley Brothers. B- that's Sherbert's favorite wrestler, man. Which one? Ray Mysterio. Ray dude, love Rey Mysterio, yeah. dude. Um, The Dudley Brothers, dude, all that stuff. Yeah. And I liked him so much, this counselor, that like, again, I was like eight, nine, ten years old. Like, my mom would say that you want to go out with my dad. We liked him so much that like, even after camp, like, yo, like, come, uh, babysit these kids dude and like we would nice. he'd bring his old like vhs like yeah. of like sean michaels and triple h and shit and we'd play it and watch it, and like he gave me a collection of like dvds and the vhs to watch wrestling it was great dude like.
1: you just like stabbed me in my soul man because you said old vhs tapes and i'm like
2: man that's, that's all i had VHS but at that time when i was eight nine that mm-hmm. was that, that was yeah. normal yeah
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, that
2: was the normal. I, I grew up on VHS, too. Yeah. which is. I, I kind of like being born in 1993 because, like, you you went through the analog mm-hmm. and digital yeah, world. Like, so you could appreciate both. You know what I mean? Like, my little brother, like, VHS, it's like, he was born in 2000. It's like, what the fuck Bro, are you talking I'll, about? I'll dude? tell you,
1: I was old enough to <laughs> go through people panicking and, like, understand that people were panicking about Y2K.
2: That's crazy. See, yeah. I wasn't. I was uh, seven years old. Like I don't mm-hmm. think I had. I didn't have the consciousness to like yeah. understand it.
1: Yo, people were freaking out. Like I remember my like my grandparents and shit were like doomsday prepping. That's crazy. Dude. Like just it's like a thing. Just I mean, fucking cans of. Pinterest I hear about it everywhere. now and I'm like, oh, that
2: like I, that wasn't that serious. Like, dude, no. Like people were tripping. Balls. Well, they were. They
1: then they were like, it, everything's gonna reset. And I'm like, holy shit. I remember being twelve and like people being. Like, people saying that and it kinda freaks you out. Like you don't know what's you don't know what tomorrow's gonna be. Where did that come from, the Y two K situation? Uh it was something about like um It was digital clocking, right? Like the clocks like
0: the clocks were gonna go from ninety nine (laughs) to zero. Because like they had never had that before, so they were yeah. afraid like the digital clock, and, like all the bank information was going to like reset and it was <laughs> zero. Yeah,
2: about that's Everything right. would reset to zero. so like all of the every inf- all the information we've ever stored would just like the they computers would computers wouldn't be able to process it. Like. Yeah,
1: now think about if it would have happened. No Bitcoin. No Bitcoin. <laughs> no bitcoins.
2: Uh, but yeah,
1: so uh, that's that's pretty wild, man. I, I didn't expect to talk wrestling with you at all, which is Dude, really like, fun. But like to find out that. It's always funny because like most people have some sort of connection to wrestling at some point. Just because, dude, as a if kid, not, too, we can't be friends.
2: You know what I mean? If, if you never, if you don't, if you never had a wrestling phase yeah. where like you fucking grabbed your little brother and like suplexed them in a bed, mm-hmm. like get the fuck out of it. We can't be friends. Oh, you know right what I'm right. saying?
1: Like the best part is my mom still thinks wrestling is a phase. <laughs> That's She's <hilarious>, like, dude. <laughs> I remember, dude. I was like, I was like ten years into my career, and my mom was like, "So you know wrestling is like something that you'll eventually like, grow out of, right?" Oh no, fuck that! And dude. I was like, I don't yeah. think it is at this point. Like. I've spent way too much money on all these that's custom That's kind of why
2: I like the UFC so much. Because, like, right now, the UFC for me is, like, wrestling, but, like, like, like violence. Well, you know right what I'm now. saying?
1: like. So the thing with that, too, and that's a big thing that I talk about is, is in classes, UFC wasn't always that way. I know it wasn't. So it's, then when they started incorporating, like, promos and shit, yeah, they started finding great. out that guys could talk shit. And that's why, like, dude, to me, Connor's the greatest of all time. Dude, he, dude,
2: he took – let's be honest. He took – dude I know the, I know about the UFC because of Conor like right, right. I promise you that this man took the UFC to levels that they've never yeah. been seen before and it's known it's like a known thing like everyone you know the, the fi- like fighters legit fighters don't like him because like again the bullshit but like yeah. they everyone could appreciate the fact that he probably made them a shit ton more money and more attention and more everything because he was that guy you know what I'm saying and
1: even like the I saw a hype thing to a, a, the second Nate Diaz fight dude that was and, amazing
2: like all those fights were fucking yeah. nuts dude and bro. when they sat
1: there and they were hyping it up Connor goes you know what's gonna happen you're gonna make more money yeah. losing than you've ever made winning <laughs> because For, you're fighting me Red patty night, it's yeah like, dude.
2: dude there was a, there's literally a, 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 a um yeah, conference that they're having that's my favorite that's my favorite one dude the, they're just sitting there and he's he has the mullet and he has the mm-hmm. glasses and it's like everyone's like yeah everyone wants to fight me you're all bums like you know what i mean you, of course you want to fight me it's like when you fight me you call your wife and you tell her baby we've made it conor mcgregor's made us rich it's red panty night yeah <laughs> dude, that was the fucking best We're about to make ever. some money man dude that was the best like music, like conference ever like have you ever
1: seen the conor documentary on netflix
2: i have not but i know about it check it out dude is it it's good? so good um did, did i see it i feel like yes notorious. yes yes i saw saw it never mind it's I so weird it. it's that great. some
1: guy just happened to start like documenting him yeah, yeah, when yeah. he was like a kid yeah it was weird yeah, he's like fucking 16 that's and what then i'm you, saying
2: like you you see you see all this video and you're like wait like dude you were no one and this guy was like coming like filming you like yeah that's weird when when those docs happen like that
1: we had that with sherbert like this all fell together man like he he needed to do like a little interview for class he hit figured, me up yeah. he came in we sat down and he was like what do you he's like would it be possible if i like like come and check some more stuff out the next time he came, it's like, "Hey, what if we did this? What if we?" And it just built and built and built and built. You know, now we're That's fucking true. trying to build an empire. There like, you go, dude. I'm trying to make sure he I'm doesn't into, have to find a job after college.
2: I like, I, I'm, I'm into the empire business. You yeah, know what dude. I mean? Like my friend says, it's my, so. My friend who did, who's doing the holy moly, he was like, we sat down together. He's like, dude, I want to be a titan of industry, dude. How sexy does that not? sound, Why titan not? of industry. <laughs> and the only thing
1: that stops most people is they don't jump.
2: You have to give it a shot, dude. Like you you have said. to. Let's. Uh, I, I
1: saw something this morning. LeBron put out a fucking like a meme. I like LeBron of Lil like, Dicky.
2: How do you guys feel about LeBron? I love it. I think I he's great. Yeah. Like I, 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 again. So it's funny because like this is our era now of basketball. So I, the only thing I know, yeah. I know Kobe and I know LeBron, the greatest right. of all time, right? But like, dude, like you talk to people who were watching basketball in the nineties, they're like, dude, don't even fucking compare. Hey, and see, I, I hit Jordan.
1: So like, I was like eight, nine. When Jordan yeah, was running the Bulls, you, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you know
2: you're uh, you have the consciousness to understand. Like, dude, I didn't understand Jordan. I, again, of course, yeah. you know Jordan. Of course, you know everything. But like, I really grasped it when I just saw the the doc on Netflix, oh, dude, bro, hey, dude. That, that's one of the best docs of all time, dude. Like, it's that's fucking so good. good. I binged so it. Good. I had like an yeah, insomnia night
1: and I fucking binged it. But hey, before you leave, I got to show you a video because uh, we're actually it will to be out by now. But uh, our next show next month, our Champion can't be at the one Saturday. He's coming back the next one. We did a hype video Jordan style to yeah. that for the last dance. It's fucking, it's that's fucking bad. It. Um, so, what, what so, is this? So
0: this is like just comparing like a cowboy Donald Cerrone. is like a okay, yeah, cowboy Cerrone. Okay, ben so name. he's worth nine
1: million. He's worth nine million dollars as of right now.
0: Com- in comparison, McGregor
1: and Connor is worth a hundred and twenty million
2: dollars. <laughs> of course, dude.
1: Now that's worth. Yeah, I mean that's not counting what he's fucking spent. Exactly, <laughs> like, that's, that's a good point. Like,
2: um, yeah, dude. Like I said, he took he, he took got it a and fucking
1: base salary of three million dollars for his Khabib fight.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. And that's nothing for him. That's bullshit. Like, that's not in my like in my opinion. That's not even where the the look. The his endorsements, endorsements were fucking at, you know, fifty million. But I've always under I've in sports uh, I've always understood that like what you like. I, I always thought that like okay what they make is I mean, they make a few million but the big money is outside the you gotta make somebody sports. want to use you of course dude outside of yeah. the sport yeah Conor McGregor is the shit dude I like it I just I really it bums me out how he doesn't fight as much yeah you know what I mean it, that kind of bums me out like I really wanted him to, to and it's funny because Dana White call it Dana White was like after the, the Floyd met with her fight he's like dude He's, we're not gonna see him. He's not gonna come yeah. back. Like, why would he? He's gonna make, make hundred million dollars from this fight. Like, why And, would he and
1: come if back? he does, it'll be something. Like, it'll be yeah. like uh,
2: I. I, uh, I mean,
1: he made 130 million off the fucking. And when Mayweather
2: he fight. when he came back the, the beginning of this year, he was like, now look at the
1: difference in that though. Like, he pulled up what uh, what did Mayweather or what did McGregor f- make when he fought Mayweather? But oh, like, for sure, dude. Mayweather made triple.
2: Dude, he doesn't. Mayweather doesn't fight unless it's like at least three hundred yeah. million dollars. Like, it's crazy. He uh, he, would, he was fighting like once a year, making four hundred million dollars, so which is crazy. Cause, We're in the like, wrong business, man. Dude, I'm telling you, like, <laughs> let's, dude, fuck, I'm like, if I ever like, when I have a kid, like, I'm gonna have him box, like, from, from day, day one, one dude. Like. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I don't. I, it's it blows my mind. Like, is is boxing that popular? Where Floyd Mayweather's making like half a. Billion dollars. Like, so I
1: don't understand that because, like, I don't get it I either. remember being a kid and boxing being kind of a thing. You'd have Friday night fights, you'd have Tuesday night With fights. the big heavyweights, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and that and was then, the like. Thing. But, like, I've never sat there and somebody be like, oh, dude, like, what are you doing this Saturday? Let's go watch the boxing fight. Like, I've never.
2: That's what I'm saying. I, even now, I've. I've well, now. A lot of people claim that boxing is kind of dead. Yeah. Like, there's only there's good heavyweight boxing, and they just say that the promoters in boxing have kind of ruined it because, like, it's always, like, takes forever to negotiate. Yeah. Like, like, I don't want to fight you. I want to fight you. It's like, dude, we, that's what the UFC gives you, though. UFC will give you the best fighting of the best. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And in boxing, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of negotiating to right. materialize the best of the best fights. It's so wild yeah. to me, man.
1: Um. That's something I would really like to to like talk to somebody about and learn is like the UFC matchups. Like, dude, like how just, do they how do they put that together?
2: I'm balls Dana deep in White. UFC, dude. I love the UFC. Dana White
1: does it. Dana does all of it. You think he does all of it? He
2: sits down, he has a team. There's a there's a guy called Mick Maynard and some Mm -hmm. other dude that they are the matchmakers. I think this McMainer guy, if I'm not mistaken, this could be bullshit, but someone explained to me that, like, I think he just messaged Dana White one day, like, yo, like, I'm, like, the hugest UFC fan, and, like, Mm -hmm. I want to come work for you, and, like, he became, like, a matchmaker. So (laughs) so what you're telling
1: me is he took his fucking shot. He took the shot, dude, yeah. (laughs) Sent a message.
2: Yeah, Jeez man,
1: that's crazy too. If he did fall into that, like yeah. that's so I like the stories
2: like that where like people just they just took their shot and they just fell into like craziness. Yeah. Like, you heard about though. the uh sorry, go ahead. Uh, go ahead.
0: same thing happened with Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner. He was an intern for the NFL and wrote a letter with the commissioner at the time and said, How can I one day become commissioner? Really? Yeah.
2: That's crazy, dude. What it, the fuck? you know you know Lewis Hamilton's story? Uh uh-uh. uh. You know who Lewis Hamilton is? No. You know Formula One? No. You don't that's know That's not form- big here. Okay, but I mean so, I know what not, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so so yeah. Formula One. You want to talk NASCAR? Let's do this. No, I don't know nothing about <laughs> racing. I'm just saying that there's some stories like so Formula One. It's huge outside of the U.S. Like everywhere in the world, Formula One is like the biggest fucking thing. I think like, Mario Andretti. That's like the only name I know from Formula One. Formula 1 is the biggest fucking thing everywhere in the world and the reason I I can I know Formula 1 is in Montreal, Canada, it's one of the few races on this side of the world the that Grand they Prix, have right? the Grand Prix dude. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the Canadian Grand Prix, you don't understand. Montreal loses its fucking mind once a year. Pa- they shut down the whole downtown of parties Dude, it's women, alcohol, and booze everywhere. It's crazy. It's fucking insanity. And you have people from all over the world with money coming and celebrities. It's, it's absolutely nuts. So Lewis Hamilton, uh, he's like the phenom of Formula One. He's probably, he's the only, in my opinion, f- the f- one race driver that has, like, transcended the sport. Where right. he's like a celebrity, too. Because he does fashion and all kinds of, yeah. Tommy Hilfiger and all kinds of crap Hell like that. Hell, his first win was at the Grand Prix. So check this out. That's crazy. So... As a kid, right, he was like a, his dad got him into racing, and it's weird because like I've understood that racing is very expensive, and apparently his dad wasn't have, didn't have a lot of money, but they yeah. I guess made, made it work. Made yeah. it work, and dude, he was killing it. He's a phenom from a very young age, smoking everyone, winning all kinds of races, and I think they invited him one day to um, like the 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 racing version of the Oscars, right? Like this awards, okay. they invited him, and. At the at, at the awards, there was the he brought, he races now for Mercedes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Shout but, out to Henry Sugars. Yeah, <laughs> the head of Mercedes was there, so he went to the head of Mercedes and told him, like, listen, like I'm gonna race for you one day. He was like the kid's like 12, 13 years old. <laughs> I'm gonna race for you one day, and I'm gonna win the the world championship. Dude, fast forward like ten years, dude. He raced for them and he won the championship. No like some prophet, like like pr- prophetic shit. At the age of, it. imagine like you're 13 years old. You just go up to some old guy and you're like, dude, I'm gonna fucking race for you. Yeah. For, like 10, 12 years from now, and I'm gonna fucking win. And he's won like four, or five titles with the same team That's since, so dude. Nuts, like it's just it just shit that you hear. And you're like, oh my god, it gives you like goosebumps. You're like, what the fuck, like. Always love like, some like, goat uh, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I and mean,
1: yeah. like like in wrestling, I always love guys will be like something will happen and. Like they have a picture they took with somebody, you know, fifteen years ago, and then they end up facing that person, you know, stuff like that. Like it's That's just, pretty cool. there's,
2: I like seeing that when like athletes take pictures with like kids who are fans, and then they end up playing them yeah. in basketball or whatever. It's pretty cool. I love that stuff. Yeah, man.
1: it's so good. Uh, so I think, uh, I think we kind of fucked around, and like you're gonna have to come on more often,
2: dude. <laughs> I, I like I said, I. I've been a big fan of podcasts in general for the last three, four years. It's always been my dream to be on a podcast and this is the first time I'm ever on, so thank you so much for oh, yeah, dude. for making a dream come true. It's, nah, it's, Ron, awesome, this has been, it's awesome.
1: You've you've been an incredibly uh easy conversation to have, man, and for real hey man anytime you're in Colombia, like if you're coming down you got a few extra hours like holler at me man we'll come on we'll talk some bullshit dude 100% I think right. I,
2: I just enjoy sitting and bullshitting let's dude. do it this is the best this is a great time we'll yeah. make
1: it a thing we'll, we'll keep you in touch I'm gonna let you jump in the ring real quick and we'll fucking That's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah and then uh, we'll get you back on
2: sounds good dude. all right appreciate it Ron thank you take dude. care brother Bye.
1: Hope you guys really enjoyed this episode with Ron Zipper as much as I did. Uh, just a good dude, man, and a good time. Oh, let's talk about this real quick before everybody heads out. Uh, Sherbert, really good job on the PPB. Oh, thanks. If you've listened to these episodes, the first PPB was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're coming into your own already, man. I love it. I thanks. love it. Uh, just B-Y-O-U, dude. That's it.
0: By. Oh you. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Bye you. Bye
3: you. Bye.
1: Yeah, man. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um shout make, out to Ron. Yeah. Already said that. Right. Jesus. Shout out to Ron. <laughs> Riveting. There it is. Uh you know like uh make sure that you guys follow us on the socials. Um on twitter
0: (laughs) at ekstudies on instagram at the oh i messed up the bit i usually have a bit for this on twitter it's at ekstudies because instagram i mean (sighs) on twitter it yeah that's what that's that's like on twitter it's at ekstudies because twitter doesn't like long names on instagram it's the ethan k studies because instagram does like long names follow me on twitter at justin underscore Lindler and on instagram it's jlindler1 with three r's i'm sorry mm. that's the bit
1: i have a bit for this okay <laughs> uh, i'm petitioning for your instagram to be at sherbert with six t's
0: <laughs> all my friends like don't know
1: are they in the low places uh yeah is that where the risky, the whiskey downs and the beer chases
0: are those the lyrics i don't know them yeah I the blues away i just know the nah, oasis okay. okay
1: uh <laughs> i'm an easy follow at ethan case closed on everything everything yep uh even tiktok yep even tiktok i am actually on tiktok yeah yeah i have made a tiktok <laughs> same singular um
0: whenever the pandemic kid i made one of my dog i was like yeah i'm going to tiktok haven't made one since.
1: yeah I'm still waiting on one of our students to show me how to properly TikTok I just don't get it yeah I can't figure it out anyway uh, make sure to join us on Friday with our guest Brittany Shea Harrington uh, what time huh what time hold on I'm getting to that alright yeah we're gonna be sitting down with the brunch queen my fave
0: without exaggeration yeah
1: for real I'm telling you, I gr- I literally hope to just be a downtown hipster one day. Like when I'm done wrestling, I'm just gonna show up in random downtowns and just stroll the streets and hit brunch, man. Don't listen to this
0: episode, hungry.
1: No, like, don't. No, don't. For real, like it's it's gonna be a a full, it's gonna be a full stomach episode. <laughs> Get your belly full and come on down to the case study. It's a plateful. It's a plate full. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, um, I, uh,
0: Ethan and Brittany were talking about brunch, and Ethan asked me to pull up a menu of items typically turn to brunch, and I was uh-huh. starving, so I was like, yeah, this yeah. is
1: great, Ethan, thank you. You're welcome, you're welcome, I'm here to deliver. hmm Yeah, uh, but outside of that, man, um, uh, I feel like you were starting to say something, and then, oh, Friday at high noon.
0: Oh, yeah, that's the time.
1: Yeah, I don't have a cool acronym for Friday like I do Tuesdays, but.
0: Yeah, me either. Mm. I had to think of one so just then.
1: We'll, we'll see you on Friday. When the Braves will be up. What?
0: When the Braves will be up like two games to none at least <laughs>
1: over the Dodgers. I was like, they only wake up on Fridays?
0: <laughs> no, the Braves <laughs> will be
1: up. I know, I understand what you said. Oh, uh, play me out. Here we go bwa bwa boy ba boy ba boy ba 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 ba
0: do ba do